Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. DGIF, everybody. Happy Friday. And thanks so much for spending your morning with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale alongside Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Guys, are you ready this morning? I am ready. I'm ready. Let's see. Somebody across from me says that Cooper Rush is a fraud and that Tom Brady is just plain bad. And somebody across me says that LeBron James will lead the Lakers to 55 wins. Now, this you, 55, you said 55. 50, 50, 50, you started 50, out somewhere around 50, 55. 50. 50. I'm going to hold I got you to cases it. Of 50. I can't wait for this show. <laughs> 50. You want a bet? Maybe. Okay. We'll talk about it in okay. about 15 Guys, minutes. Guys, we're going to okay. dive into all that, and you have plenty of time to put your due bets in place. But let's start with a serious topic this morning. After Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa hit his head and stumbled to return to a huddle on Sunday against the Bills, he was cleared to play against the Bengals last night. But Tua was sacked in the second quarter. The back of his head hit the ground while his arms appeared to seize up. Tua was put onto a stretcher, taken to a local hospital. Big point of controversy now. Shannon, should Tua have ever been allowed to play last night? Hell no, absolutely not. Everybody saw what happened on Sunday. We saw him hit his head almost similar, not as hard as he hit it last night. No. We saw him hit the back of his head. We saw him immediately grab his head. He didn't grab his back. He didn't grab his ankle. Mm. Skip, I'm not saying that that can't happen. I've seen guys. We watched Sterling Shepard on Monday night tear his knee, and the first thing he grabbed, he grabbed his knee. He didn't grab his head. He didn't grab his shoulder. We see guys tearing. Guys and and, and guys. by the way, how he tore up his knee, I still can't fit. It's like the craziest crazy, thing the I've craziest ever The craziest thing ever. Normally, when you, wherever you feel pain, Skip, that's what you grab. That's just, and somebody said, well, well, you know, grab your head if you had an injury, grab your knee. That's just instinct. He grabbed his head. He gets to his foot, feet. He's stumbling around. An offensive lineman have to hold him up. Mm-hmm. Now, they get him into the back and says, well, protocol. And Skip, I get it. It was, his, it was his back. He was complaining about his ankle. Well, see, if I say it's back, his ankle, I don't really have to do concussion protocol because that's not But we saw. Everybody saw the man hit the back of his head. Now, this is a fat skip normally from Sunday to Sunday is a fast turnaround if you have a, a, a kind of a significant injury. It's the fast turnaround Sunday that's to Sunday. Right. Yeah. Now, take three days off of that. Mm-hmm. Now you're going Sunday to Thursday and you're dealing with a head injury. Yeah. He should have never been out there. Skip, I played 14 years. You've covered it. I've seen guys get concussed, and they're literally snoring on the field. 
But I've never seen a concussion so bad where his body goes deformed, where his hands do things that I've never seen man's hands do That's when true. they're being concussed. That is true. So it, what it tells me, and I'm not a neurologist, but the likely he's probably had trauma within the last week to that brain, mm -hmm. and then he had another trauma to it, and that's what happened. Mm. Skip, as an athlete, sometimes you have to save us from ourselves because when you sign up for a team sport, you have to be willing to do things for said team. Yep. And I don't want to let my teammates down. They're counting on me. I'm 3-0, Skip. 3-0. We're the number one team in the AFC right now. You're Cruz. the talk of the town and the talk of the league. Went on the road and yep. beat Baltimore, just yep. beat Buffalo in a, gr a great game at yep. home. Feeling good about beat ourselves. Belichick. Beat, beat yeah, Coach Belichick. Yeah. Skip, he should not He should not have been turned around. So now he's had two concussions in five days, and I don't care what they diagnosed it as, it is his back, his ankle. I know what I saw, and this is what's going to happen. Now, he's going to miss a significant amount of time, or he should. Maybe a week. Who knows? He might even miss the rest of the year. This might have put his career in jeopardy. Might have. Because... I want him to skip. I want to know the neurologist that's going to sign off on two or get back out there in a week or two weeks. I ain't put my name on that one. I'm going to let y'all have that one because we just saw what happened. And everybody talking about why y'all keep showing it. Why Miami put him out there? Put Teddy Bridgewater out there. You know the man have a... a, 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 a because here's the thing, Skip. If we put him in concussion protocol, ain't no way in hell he clear from Sunday the third. No. He's going to miss the game. No doubt. And they know that. No doubt. Skip, I'm going to turn it over to you, but this is what I want to ask. <laughs> Mike McDaniel, if Tua was your son, and you saw what happened, and he told your dad it was my back, your independent neurologist, mm -hmm. uh, Stephen Ross, if that was your son, would you have allowed him to go out there and play after you saw what happened on Sunday? Would you have allowed him to play on Thursday? Because sometimes, Skip, you got to make it a personal. Like, when I go to the doctor, I say, hey, forget the celebrity. Forget the guy you see on the disputer. Forget the guy that played in the NFL. I'm your son. Yeah. I'm your brother. What would you do? If that was your son, would you have sent him back out there in that game on Sunday? Would you have allowed him to play on Thursday? I don't believe they would have. Mm. They put Tua in this situation, and now, now everybody, everybody's asking questions like, oh, no. NFL, this is a bad look because everybody saw on Sunday, and yeah. then they saw this, and this, and the commissioner was in the stands. He, he watched this. NFL concussion protocol some bull jive. Because if you can clear this man to go back out there Sunday in the time frame that they did and then allow him to play on Thursday, I hate that this happened to Tua. But this is a horrible look for the NFL that says they're trying to do the right thing by their players. At the end of the day, they're trying to do the right thing by the game. They don't care about these players. These players are disposable. And the players need to look, take a hard look and say, do the right thing for said player, mm. not said team. Okay. Before I launch to answer your rhetorical question about what if Mike McDaniel had a son playing quarterback for him? Well, he's treating Tua like a son. He he talks about him like it's a it, it, more like a big brother, little brother right. type relationship. So just for the record, Mike McDaniel said after the game. I have absolutely zero patience for and will, will never, ever put a player in position for them to be in harm's way. I'm just telling you what he said after yeah, the game. He was, a, he was, like, over-emotional about it. No outcome of a game would influence me to be irresponsible as a head coach of a football team. And then he concludes, I don't think an injury from last week made him fall the same way this week. That's from Mike McDaniel, his big brother or father or whatever, however you want to characterize right. it, because... 
he has developed a very close personal relationship with Tua in the wake of Brian Flores, who was very down on Tua and was very difficult and, and tough on Tua, right? Right. So th that's the relationship that, that Mike McDaniel is trying to defend. Like, I, I think he was totally fine. And what did they say after the game? They said it had zero to do with his head. They said it was all about his back locked up, and he also had an ankle injury. That's what they said after the game. And when we talked about it on Monday, you were shrugging like, well, I guess we have to believe them because believe an independent neurologist assigned to the game by the National Football League had to sign off on him playing the second half against the Bills. Am I right? They did, but Skip, me, I can beat the t I'm fine. How many fingers I got up? I'm fine. It's Sunday. We're playing the Buffalo Bills. My name is Tua. My mama name is this. Skip, you can beat that because it's not like a broken bone where I can look at X-ray and see it. Oh, you got a broken bone. Or you got a torn ACL. It's not definitive like that. So you've got to take... You've got to be keen with what you see, and you've got to believe the player is telling you the truth. Yep. Skip, you know damn well a player's going to lie, because if I tell you I got a concussion, you're not going to let me go back in the game. Yeah, but some can't even, they're not capable of lying because they're, they're yeah, out. Yeah, he wasn't capable of lying no, last no. night. Uh, no, he was not capable of doing anything Ex last Exactly. Night. I was afraid he wasn't capable of, of actually being able to walk. Because what did McDaniel say? He went out there, he's like, Where, what happened? Yeah. Where, you know, what's going on? Yeah. And, I, and I've had concussions like that. Well, I don't remember anything. Skip, I got knocked down the AFC Championship game, and when I came through, I went back in the game and played, but I remember, like, what happened? I remember looking up on the sideline in the fourth quarter, like, how did we get the lead? We were losing. Okay. What, what happened? Who I, said, well, I said, if we win this game, what happened, Rod? Well, I said, we going to the Super Bowl, fool. I was like, oh, and I started celebrating. I got, I'm talking about Skip, I was literally out. Okay. Tua was worse than that. All right. I got you. So I told you Monday, my eye test, having covered your game for low these many years. Yes. My smell test said concussion. Correct. It's, it's glaringly concussion. Correct. Everything you saw, it, it was the essence of concussion. Correct. Because he... He wobbles to his feet after his head bounced off the turf. He, he after Matt Milano, I'm talking Matt, Matt Milano, Milano just shoved him down. Yes. So he goes back. He's had a long history of injuries. We know this. Right. He can be a little fragile. Yes. And he bangs his head off the turf. Well, you know and I know it can concuss you. Yeah. And even though it's not cement-based AstroTurf, it's still a hard surface, right. hard enough that if you bounce on it, it can concuss right. you. So and he most born in the back. Absolutely. So he gets up and he's a little wobbly. Then he says, no, I got this. And he takes another couple of strides. And all of a sudden, he just, his knees buckle. buckle. Concussion. Correct. Don't tell me back because if you have a back injury, I know back injury. I have lived with bad backs. For, for 40 years, mm -hmm. I've fought with my, I, I ice my back every single night. Ask my wife. Mm -hmm. Because you have to baby it. But if it if it's locked up on you, you can't get up. Mm -mm. That's the problem. You know. You, yeah. Okay. I, like, like the, the problem with the back is you're, you're struggling to even get to your feet. Correct. But he got to his feet, okay. Then he takes a couple of steps. And, and he's woozy. Yes. He goes down to a knee. Yes. And his, his offensive linemen are like, uh-oh. And one of them have to grab him to hold right, him up. Right. And there are things called spotters that the NFL has positioned up in the stands in, in various key positions right. to watch carefully in case a referee misses this is it. that somebody is wobbly or woozy. Right. You, you have to call down and get that player out of the game. Where was that protocol? Where, right. where, where was that? Okay. Now, now we fast forward to last night. Okay. So it's Josh Tapuo is uh, – so to, to Pua 
is the backup nose tackle because DJ Reader w w has just got been placed on IR. So, and that's a huge loss for the yes. Cincinnati Bengals because he is a flat-out stud. So we got the backup nose tackle in. He weighs 350 pounds. And I was surprised they didn't flag this because they did not. Right. They didn't deem it worthy of a 15-yard unnecessary roughness right. or whatever you want to call it. Because he just slung him to skip. He didn't lift him off his feet. He just, like, slung right. him down. Because so, like, he's kind of down underneath right. him, and he's just pulling him over and pulling right. him down. Right. And it looked to me like, and I could be wrong, but it looked like at the kind of the last second he tried to, to catch him mm -hmm. a little bit, mm -hmm. but Tua was already in motion. motion. I don't know if we could see that one more time. But Tua was already in motion, and so his head did bang off the yes. turf once again. But they did not flag this play. So, so Tapuo is down. And it looked like at the last second he's kind of trying to, right. like, like mitigate it a little, like, like take a little off it. But the point is, <laughs> if you got concussed Sunday and it's Thursday night and you do that again, whoo! Yes. Okay, now to your first point. His fingers seize up. And the first thing I thought, because I could see his left hand, I thought he fell on his throwing hand and busted a finger. I did. I thought it looked like it was broken sideways. Right. And I thought, oh, my God, hope it's not a compound fracture right. where the bone comes through. And that's what it looked like. Right. Because I've never in all my years seen that happen. Right. Okay. Not to get too neurological here, but you know and I know, to simplify this, when we're dealing with matters of the spine, if you injure up in the cervical region, which is up in your neck, mm -hmm. It's going to shoot down your your arms and it's going to affect your hands. Right. If if you, I'm I'm an L5 S1. I, I always hurt myself at the bottom because I run too much. Right. And you know what happens at L5 S1? It shoots down. down your legs. Yes. So you get the sciatic pain and you also get toe foot pain because it just shoots like needles into your feet. Correct. So it, it's the telltale is, if your hands seize up and it look like they're spasming right, right. before your very. It's it's a cervical injury. It's it's beyond a concussion. You have hurt your neck. Right. What do they do? They stretcher him. They ambulance him, and they take him straight to the University of Cincinnati trauma unit for head and neck, neck injuries because it's like, oh my God. Right. What what do we need? To, and thank God that they found nothing. I right. guess because they they reportedly completely cleared him, discharged him, and he got to fly home with the team. Thank God for that. Right. But I don't thank God for the concussion protocol or for any protocol because it was stunning to me that he was cleared to play in this football right. game, even off the back and the ankle, if we, if we believe that. And right. I'm still having a hard time believing it was only that. I don't believe it was that. I believe they diagnosed it that so they could skirt the co concussion protocol issue. Because you and I both know, Skip, if somebody gets a concussion on Sunday, likelihood of the uh, NFL or the PA or whomever that needs to clear them, allows them to play on Thursday, yep. is not very good. Okay. They're not going to let you have that kind of turnaround. Help me out on this. Why did Big Brother to Shannon Sharp have to quit prematurely? Yeah. What happened? He had a neck. Neck she, uh, injury, one, yeah, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. and it was so bad that the doctor said, you just can't. The doctor told him, say, son, if, he told him, he said, if you were my son, yeah. I would tell you not to play, and if you were young enough, I wouldn't allow you to play. Okay. Cervical injury. Yes. How old was? 29. 29. Sterling Sharp was 29. And trust me, for you younger <laughs> viewers, he could flat out ball. Yes. He was something. He was on a Hall of Fame path. Am yes. I right about yes. that? I could make a case he belongs yes. in the Hall of Fame and maybe. Seven years, he was five, went to the, uh, went to the Pro Bowl five times. He was three-time first-team All-Pro, all triple crown. 
led the league in touchdowns twice, led the league in receptions three times. So, yeah, he was he was heading okay. and retired at 29. His last season, he was over 1,000 yards receiving and 18 touchdowns and never caught another pass. His last game, he had three touchdowns, 122 yards, and that was it. In the next year, I worked with him every Monday <laughs> night in Bristol, Connecticut at ESPN, and I can attest it tore him up not to be playing football because – it, it felt like it was out of his control because right. it was unfair. Yes. He wasn't finished. Right. And, and he was trying to sort of scratch the itch by talking about football right. on television, mm -hmm. which he does very well. And the point was, it, 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 was, it was just all-time sad right. that, that he had to stop. Michael Irvin had to stop prematurely because of a neck injury yeah. suffered at Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Right? Yes. Okay, yes. so that's, that's what we're dealing with here. But, right. All right. Also... I'm going to have to take them to task. As much as I appreciate the NFLPA and all that it does for its players, it made a statement on Sunday night, we are investigating. We, we, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Right. I'm paraphrasing, but right. that's what they were saying. And now it comes across as just sort of saber-rattling, if you will, because I, I realize it was a short week, but if you really, if, if you're really a body that can, can take action and get something they can, done... Though. I, I got it, but but you have to fast-track that one. You have to jump all over it with both feet with urgency where you hold the NFL's feet to the fire. What just happened? Mm -hmm. And you make a public stink about it, but you, you're only going to have Monday and Tuesday to right. do that because by Wednesday, you need to, as an NFL a, a Players Association, you have to create such a public furor that the Dolphins feel pressured into not playing right. Tua. That's what you have to do to, to save them from themselves. You're exactly right, Skip. And Chris, Chris Nowitzki, who's head of the, uh, the Harvard study where they get the yes. former players' brains, Skip, he tweeted before the game that if they allowed Tua had a concussion, he says if you allow this man to play with only a four-day span in between and he gets a, another one, it's going to be multiple times worse. Skip, probably like 10 minutes. 20 minutes before he tweeted, or after he tweeted that, Katua gets that, okay. and we see what happens. He says because the trauma that the and it's been studied. We've heard doctors say, Skip, they know more now yep. than when you first started covering it. When I was Skip, I never heard the term concussion. You got your bell rung. You got Dean. Well, I, I've never heard of CTE. Oh no, that, yeah. that was yeah, that was that was way way mm -hmm. way later. But and now and it says if Skip, if you get a concussion and you don't give the brain a chance to recover. You get another concussion, you're asking for trouble. Kids, you know, high school kids have died. We've seen kids die, get concussions, go out there, play again, gets another one, and they never regain consciousness. Mm. But to put Tua out there, and Ryan Clark and, and uh, uh, Mike Tomlin was having a discussion. You remember when Ryan Clark had a uh, sickle cell? He did, going to and, Denver. Going to Denver. And... It was he, the Tebow game against he, Roethlisberger. He said, I yep. wanted to play so bad because I didn't want to let my teammates down. Mike Thomas said, you my son, you ain't getting your ass out. You, you, I wouldn't let, there's no possible way. He said that. You have to protect the players from themselves. Mm -hmm. Players will lie yep. to play because they don't want to let their teammates, their brothers down. They will lie. Sure they will. I, I mean, yeah. I believe Tua lied and said it was his back and his well, ankle well, he was just, to escape yeah. protocol. Right. Even the guys on Amazon Prime last night, they all said like, um, all, but they had all sat with Tua this week. Right. And they all looked him in the eye and they said he looked clear eyed and fine to us. Yes. Okay. So he was very convincing that he was not concussed. Right. right? Yes. 
the great Roger Staubach, who I consider the greatest Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Mm -hmm. For you younger viewers, look him up. He was really, <laughs> really good. Roger the Dodger. He didn't start until he was 28. He had to quit at 38 because of cumulative concussions yes. because the doctor convinced him you're on the verge of brain damage, right. long-term brain damage, because they get, to your point, worse and worse. They multiply on right. top of each other. They get exponentially worse. Correct. The second one, the third one, and Roger the Dodger got the nickname because he was a scrambling, running quarterback Correct. early in his career. He was still... I thought maybe on the backside of his prime, but he was still in his prime playing at an extremely high level. And I was shocked that he stopped at 38 because I thought he was going to be, I didn't know Tom Brady at that point, but he'd be more like Brady where he'd play until he's 45 because he went to Vietnam right. and did his tour of duty because he was in the Navy, Navy. won the Heisman Navy. Trophy at, at the, the Naval Navy. Academy. Yep. And, and I thought only a 10-year career for a guy of this magnitude, one of the all-time greats. He's, he's certainly top 10. I think he's top five right. all-time. But the point is, I, I called him that night that he retired. I said, w why would you do this? You're playing great. And he said, the doctor told me, for the sake of my, my wife and kids going forward, I'm going to have brain damage if I get concussed again. And he said, you know me, I'm probably going to get concussed again yes. because that's the way he played football. And you got to realize back then, Skip, the uh, Texas Stadium was turf. The Meadowlands was, was turf. turf. Hard Philly, that, turf. We know what Philly was. Concrete-based. So it, it wasn't was like, terrible. you know, these, I mean, I, I guess they want everybody to go back to natural grass, and everybody, for the most part, Skip, has synthetic grass right now. Tua shouldn't have played. And it, this is not no, no happenstance. This is not no 2020 hindsight. This is, he shouldn't have played. How about err on the side of caution? As opposed to like, oh, my God. And before we get to a worst-case scenario to make us take a deeper look. Skip, the NFL can do all the – NFL PA can do all the investigations. But how do you how, – how, what are they going to do? What, what are they going to do? They got no teeth. Yeah, you just have to make a stink about it and, and try to publicly pressure them, which they were obviously unable to do. And because Tua is, is a – Great kid who mm -hmm. just wants to do what everybody wants. He, he wants to please everybody around him. And obviously, he's had a rough ride up to this point. And right. all of a sudden, he's leading the league in QBR. Right. Okay? And he's saying, I, I, I found it. Right. I found the coach who loves me. And, and all of a sudden, he's got the two fastest receivers in pro football. And right. he says, I, I, I'm not going to give this up. Right. Right? And he may be now forced he to give it up. He, Skip, he's going to miss substantial time. Yeah. I'm not just talking about the 10 days. I mean, because, you know, yeah. they, they don't play Sunday. Obviously, they got a whole week. Skip, he's going to miss some time. I, I'm or he, or I, he should. I, I'm worried about his long-term long, health. So am I. Yeah. So am I. The Concussion Legacy Foundation also weighed in on this one, guys. So a lot of folks jumping into this very important debate. Okay, still to come here on Undisputed. Will Brady and the Bucks or Mahomes and the Chiefs come out on top Sunday? Mm. Let me guess where you two fall Good on this. Question. Plus, will Cooper Rush extend his job as the Cowboys starter with a win on he Sunday? No. That's all coming up next <laughs> on the other side of this break. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. 
Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are a one-point favorite at home against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs heading into Sunday night. Ooh, that's close. Both teams 2-1 and one in this Super Bowl 55 rematch. Shannon, go ahead. Who wins and why? I'm taking the Bucs. The Bucs? Yep, sure I am. Well, wait, what about the baby goats? The- well, if, if the baby goat was going against his defense like Tom Brady will be, then I would take the baby goat. Huh. But since he's going against the Bucks defense, which is number, which is the number one defense in football, huh. because the Bucks defense has allowed Tom Brady's poor play not to really catch up with them just yet, huh. except that last game. Brady skipped. He hadn't got more. He hadn't gotten more than twenty points in the game this season. Huh. The guy has three touchdowns. When have you known Tom Brady to have played three games? Regardless of who his receivers are, regardless of the offensive line, have three little measly touchdowns. Who's he playing against? Skip. He, he, I thought he was a big goat. Micah he, and I, the Saints? I thought he was a big goat. Packers? Big goat. Huh? Big goat. No, big. You thought he was or you know he no, is? No, no, no. I, you, that's what you so, so which well, is. What do you think? I'm not in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I'm asking you. Huh? Is he the goat or is he not? Well, you know he's the goat okay. because everybody knows okay. he's the goat. He's the goat. So explain the three touchdowns regardless of the level of competition. Micah and company, they might be the best defense in pro football. And then the Saints, do the Saints not have Brady's number? Yes. Skip, is Micah the GOAT? Are the Saints the GOAT? Is Green Bay the GOAT? They're all really good. No, 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 GOAT. Okay, well, Tom, really good. He ain't the GOAT, but he's really good. Is Tom getting to throw to a guy named Kelsey? Does he have a Kelsey at tight end? Uh, No, he's got Cameron Brait. Oh, really? Oh, really? Really? No Gronk, right? The fact of the matter is, the Chiefs' defense, they aren't good. Hmm. That's for lack of a better word. They aren't good. They hmm. haven't Did been. you say they're garbage? Or? They're okay. They're barely, I wouldn't even say, maybe, maybe middle of the pack. More like, I would say more 20-ish. Hmm. They're 16th in points allowed, which would put them dead in the middle of the pack. But they're ninth in yards allowed, which would make them top 10 in yards allowed. I don't know. Not bad. You, you, you watched them. The Colts hadn't won a game all year. They, were, they, they tied the opening game, and then they got blown out 
on the road at Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville might be a little better than we thought. But, be. you, but, Skip, you know you got to, for an NFL team to not to score any points, not a field goal, not a safety, nothing. It doesn't happen very often in the NFL. This is not college where Alabama plays one team that's not very good and they hang, they beat them 56 nothing, mm -hmm. or you beat a team 42 nothing. <laughs> this is the NFL, and more times than not, teams will score at least three points. Mm. They scored zero, nothing. They didn't even get, they didn't get a, a touchdown. And then Matt Ryan goes down. I mean, we're off the field. And then they, they, they do dumb stuff. So I can't pick a well, team. They, they scored a grand total of 20 points to upset the Chiefs, who had them dead to rights until Baby Goat threw a shortstop of an interception, a careless, crazy interception it, that he shouldn't have tried. It, it shouldn't have come to that. Mm. It shouldn't even come to Baby Goat mm. having to do that. But I don't care what you say. I've seen Tampa's defense, and Tampa's defense is what's holding them steady right now. I'm going to take Tampa's defense because without the addition of Tyreek, they're not, they don't have anybody that can stretch the defense. And when you can't stretch Tampa, they're going to sit on everything. They're not going to get out of those back pedals. And I'm not so sure the offensive line, if they're okay. They're not low as they were in the Super Bowl. But they're not, I just saw Orlando Brown, who wants to be, and he got it handed to him Sunday. He got it handed to him. So, no, I'm taking, the, uh, uh, I'm taking Tampa's defense. I'm not taking the Bucs. I'm taking Tampa's defense. Really? So That's you're right. not taking Tom Brady no, at all? No, no. Even though I continue to remind you, there's one man in sports you do not bet against. I bet against him last week. Thomas and Green Bay. Oh, oh, Brady. You didn't bet against oh, him. Oh, 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 uh, A-Rod. Really? He probably had some of that little special poke you sent to him. Oh, A-Rod, if Brady Center had just snapped the ball in a two-point <laughs> try when it was clapped for, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation because they convert and then he wins the toss and they win in overtime because no. that's how he does. No, I, you know what? Now I kind of wish he would have snapped mm. it because I wanted Rodgers to get that ball and do something bad to y'all. Really? No, I wanted Tom to get the ball first. He ended up punting and then A-Rod lead a game-winning uh, uh, field goal. I am lost on this one. I am blindsided. I am dumbfounded. I'm, I'm befuddled. I'm flummoxed. What? I'm thunderstruck. Why? I, I've heard all week he's the baby goat. Yeah. He's transcendent. Mm -hmm. There's nobody in football who can throw the football or do with the football the things that Patrick Mahomes true. does with the football. Everything you just said is true. Okay. Then why not at Tampa where he torched the same, basically the same defense of the principals are all there? Is Tyreek there? No, he's okay, not. Then. Okay, then. Okay. Well, who needs Tyreek if you're the baby goat? Stop it. Well, well start who, it. Who need Gronk? Huh? Who need Mike Evans? Huh? Who need Godwin? Who needs a who needs A B if you the goat? If you took Kelsey away, what would you be right now? Where would you be? They, I don't know. They they might have would have won. They probably win. They probably still still the same because mm. Arizona Arizona is is not very good. And then they probably beat the team that they beat at home. So they probably still two and one. They beat Arizona at Arizona on opening day, yeah. forty-four to twenty-one. Yeah. They put up forty-four on Arizona, which I thought had a Pretty good defense. You still think Arizona's pretty good? No, no you don't. I don't. <laughs> but I didn't pick them to even make the playoffs. I, did, sure. I don't think okay. I did. All right. So there we go. But then they go up against your Chargers that you picked to, to win the AFC and make it to the Super Bowl. And it was at Kansas City, and it was on a Thursday night, mm -hmm. so it was a big stage game. And, and they, they beat them 27 to 24. Well, that's pretty good, right? right? So you're telling me? They can't go down and beat what's left of, of Tampa's offense? No, because, no, no, Tampa's defense. Patrick uh, Holmes going against their defense. Uh, and Tampa's offense, even though Tampa's offense isn't dynamic, 
Neither is well, well, neither given, is Kansas given City that defense. You keep calling Tom Brady just plain bad. That, yesterday, you finally just said he's just plain bad. He's playing bad right now. Yeah. He is, Skip. Okay, I just said he's plain bad, not playing he's, like P L A I N. Just plain bad. He's playing. Right. Okay, playing. And playing bad. Yeah, three touchdowns in three games is playing bad for Tom Brady, right? Mm. I'll put an L Y on it just to be grammatically correct. Badly, <laughs> okay. if that's okay with you. <laughs> okay, given my Vanderbilt background. Right. Yeah, that I was an English major. Well, how about this? He's bad. Okay, he's just bad. I will accept that without the L-Y on it. <laughs> but I won't accept the premise of it because he's not bad. He just has nobody to throw to. It's been the worst collection of receivers he's ever had in his career, not to mention he's been down to his third string, blindside protector at left tackle, and he's got a raw rookie starting at left guard, and he's got a center now playing. This will be his fourth game in his life at center. It's hard to work around that when you don't have anybody that you trust that you're throwing to. So here's first the bad news off yesterday's Buccaneers practice. Number one, Bashad Perriman was out yesterday with a knee injury. I didn't know anything about this, but it sounds like he's not going to play in the game. Well, he's been relegated to at least a number two receiver for, for Tom Brady. So I don't know exactly who else is going to play, but but that's actually... Uh, uh, Mike Evans is going to play. Okay, well, he will play for sure because he was only suspended. He wasn't hurt. Right. But the other bad news was Russell Gage, who had to split out and play a split receiver in the game right. against He played a lot Green of split Bay. last year. Skip, huh? stop doing that. No, he, he's not a split receiver. He's a slot receiver. Skip, you do realize, like, uh, uh, Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. didn't play all last year. Julio was gone. So he had to line up somewhere. He played a lot of snaps outside the numbers. It's just a pure slot receiver. No, he's not. He's not just a yes, pure slot receiver. No, he's not. And unfortunately, he was limited yesterday with a pulled hamstring. So I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. The good news is that Chris Godwin was limited, a limited participant in practice. So does that mean on the plus side, glass half full? Does that mean he might be able to play? I don't know. Right. Julio was limited with this quote-unquote need that I I don't know where it came from, but as you always say, it's always something with Julio at this stage of his career, right? It's not a talent. It's just that can he get on the field and stay. So he did participate in a limited basis. Does that mean he'll try to go? I don't know. And then speaking of left tackle, Donovan Smith tried to go yesterday. He was quote-unquote limited with his hyperextended elbow, and you've talked about elbows before. Once you get it, it's just a, you know, with that. Because the thing is with him, Skip, he's got a you got to do I, this I, and everything that is going is going to jar. Okay, but that's just pain tolerance. So can yeah. you suck it up and go this Mm-mm. Sunday? I don't know. But he did try to participate, participate in practice. All I know is that Mike Evans is back, so it gives you more of a chance than you had against Green Bay when you had to line up Cole Beasley off his couch the previous Monday mm-hmm. in the slot and throw him five passes when you had to resort to little Scotty Miller, who is now second on the team in targets, and he's nothing but a slot receiver who can only run straight line fast right. and can't run routes, and Brady has no trust whatsoever in him. And I, I'm here to tell you that down the line this season, the way things are going, if they start to get healthier and healthier at receiver, Scotty Miller won't be dressing anymore, and there's a chance later in the year that he won't be a Buccaneer anymore. That's how bad it's been for Tom Brady. No, he'll, 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 he'll still be there because he's still got that sneaky speed, and somebody will underestimate him, and he'll get deep and Tom well, will I'm, hit him. I'm, I kept reading all through preseason, and those who covered the Bucs were speculating not only he's on the bubble, but it looks like he's going to not make the football right. team. Okay, so is, is he going to be back on the but bubble? He's a, good, he's a good special teams player for him, Skip. Yeah. Okay. So they, they got a little, they'll, they'll find a role for And then for speaking it. of the Bucks defense, they 
They had to upgrade at one position because they lost Sue and JPP. So they went after Akeem Hicks, and they landed him, and he's pretty good. He became right. a cornerstone. He's now gone for at least a month because he tore his plantar fascia, right. and, and that's you talk about painful. Okay, so he's not there. Right. So you can't tell me the Bucks' defense is as good as it was to start the year at Dallas yeah, well, without him. He wasn't there Sunday, and they looked just fine against Aaron Rodgers. They gave yeah. up 14 points, and that's it. No, you that's hold Aaron Rodgers' fault. You, you hold Aaron Rodgers to 14, that's, pre that's, that's pretty damn good. Mm. You held the Cowboys to three. You held the Saints to 13. Three, three for the Cowboys thanks to Dak Prescott. Oh, now it's Dak Prescott's fault. Well, was it not? No, it was not. Did you watch? I watched CeeDee Lamb huh? do nothing. Really? I watched CeeDee Lamb do absolutely nothing so with 11 did, targets. Why does CeeDee Lamb do a lot for Cooper Rush and he does nothing no, for Dak Prescott? He did, he did a lot He did a lot on, on Monday night for huh. Cooper Rush. You okay. remember game two against Cincinnati? He didn't do a whole lot. Mm. So I'm going to cycle in, excuse me, psychoanalyze your prediction. I just believe that deep down, you know what I know. You just don't bet against Brady, especially at home. No, the defense. Big stage game. No, 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 yeah. no. No, I would, yeah. I would definitely bet against Brady if, 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 if that defense was not if they were playing like they played last year. Oh, I would totally take Mahomes, even with his core receivers that's not playing particularly well outside of Kelsey. I absolutely would. Mm. But because that defense, I believe the defense of the uh, the Bucks are playing better than the uh, uh, offense of the Chiefs. And I, you know, and, and the Chiefs, I have little to no respect for them. And so Brady might, Brady's probably going to get healthy. Mm. He'll probably look the best he's looked against this Bucs. Really? Against this, oh, uh, so you are afraid of Brady? No, no. I'm, mm. I understand what Kansas City is. I've seen, I know what Kansas City is. Mm. Or is not. Okay, right? either way. So the baby goat can't lift the whole team the way Brady has lifted entire teams? Is, is he? And what, so he should have lifted him. He should have lifted him Sunday, right? He's had nothing to lift. No, 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 no. You, you just told me that Patrick Mahomes should be able to lift the team, and then you tell me Brady don't have anything to lift. Does he have Kelsey? Oh my God. Yeah. Does he have Juju? You like Juju? Stop right? it. You told Skip. me the other day Juju's pretty good. Skip, stop. Come is, on. Is McCool Hardman better than little Scotty Miller? Yeah, he's way better than Scotty Miller. Oh, because he was a first round draft pick. He has, a, I mean, yeah, he's a better returner than he is a receiver. Mm -hmm. Well, he gets, he's talking about sneaky. I don't even think it's sneaky speed. He's just no, got, no, no, he got, no, he got, he got legit speed. Right? All I know is that Tom Brady has a 47 QBR, mm. 50 is average. Wow. It's 47 below 50, mm. so he's been below average this year. Now, that, that's pro football focus. Mm -hmm. The same team that they voted him number one, and he had the best grade, and yada, yada, yada. They got 47 on him this year. Is that good? As Giselle m once famously said after Brady lost the second Super Bowl to Eli, he can't throw it and catch it. That's the problem. And well, Giselle was exactly right. He can't throw it and catch it because Wes Welker did not catch the throw that would have turned that game. It was behind him. It was behind him. It wasn't the, put that up. the best pass I've put ever the, seen. Put that on him. But here's the thing, Skip. You give Brady all this credit, but when, when these guys catch these little, these little routes and they go 50, 60 yards for touchdowns, you talking about that's all Brady. You don't give them any credit. Now, all of a sudden, you want to put all the blame on them. Mm. If, if Brady's the GOAT, like you tell me he is, he well, should be able to elevate. what do you mean if elevate. he's the GOAT? I, I, I got to get you on record. Is he the GOAT or not? I'm just going by what you well, tell I'm me. I'm not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tell me who, who is the GOAT. Uh, you tell Is Brady the GOAT? I'm asking you. I'm not in the Hall of Fame. What, I, I, my answer does not matter. But, but you covered it. I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I mean, people is take he, your word. Is he the GOAT? Skip Bayless said Tom Brady's the GOAT. So if Tom Brady's the GOAT. I didn't say it. The, the world said it. I didn't the world said it. I hear huh. the world. Let's see. Patrick Mahomes is one. Oh, one Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. And and he wait, he won one Super Bowl against Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. 
who completely unraveled in the fourth quarter and threw an interception and then missed Emmanuel Sanders wide open for yeah. a deep touchdown that would have changed the game. That guy? Yeah. Wow, are you impressed? I mean, oh, you, you got, okay, Jake DeLome, he's in the Hall of Fame? Uh, no, but it was a shootout. But, uh, oh, yeah. but, Bel uh, Belichick's def vaunted defense was getting shot in the heart in that game, and Brady had to pull it out. What about the Rams? What about yeah. Jared Goff? What about it? 13-3. Yeah. What about it? 13-3. Yeah. Defense it's, gave up three points. It's Jared Goff. Three Thank points. You. Thank you. It's Thank Jared you. You're Goff. making my point. Yeah. You, you, well, you, you told me that Aaron Donald's the greatest defensive player ever, right? Three. That's what Belichick's defense did. And they made the greatest stand in Super Bowl history. Mm. You remember that play? No, I don't. Oh, you do remember it. No. You, I, you I, remember I just remember the GOAT. Malcolm Butler. I just remember Malcolm the GOAT Butler. taking over against the Rams in the fourth quarter and leading them on yet another 80-yard signature drive. Skip, they sc at that point, the score was 6-3. to three. They would. The Rams could do nothing against that defense. Jared Goff could do nothing in that Super Bowl because he's Jared Goff, which is why Sean McVay said, I got to go get me a real quarterback. Am I right? I got the Bucs. Mm. Who you got? Mm. I, you know I got the Bucs. Okay. I, I believe in the Bucs because they have the GOAT at I, quarterback. I, I'll see you in a couple of weeks when the Rams come to town, okay? Really? Okay. I'll see you in a, another week when the Cowboys come to this town. Are you going to the game? No, I'm thinking about it. Ah, well, it depends who my quarterback is. It doesn't matter. Is it going to be Cooper Rush or the other guy? Oh, so if Dak's the quarterback, you <laughs> The other guy. If it's so, the other guy, I'm not going. So if Dak's the quarterback, you're not going. Is that what you're saying? Skip, I want to get you, I want to get you on record. So if Dak Prescott's the quarterback, you're not going to the game? I'm not going. Nope. You hear that, Dak? Hmm. I just want you to know, Dak. You keep on talking about this man backing you up. You hear what he's saying? I ordered my 10 jersey last night. Number 10. You know who wears 10, right? You ought to be. Cooper Rush? Yeah. Cooper Cup. Not, not Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cooper Rush. The, the better well, Cooper guys, is Rush. Whatever. Cheese <laughs> game for a moment. Thankfully, it can still be held in Tampa. Yes. Minneapolis was the backup site. Yep. Hurricane Inn has wreaked havoc in certain parts of Florida. Our thoughts are with those folks, and we're glad that Tampa has been mainly spared. Okay, back to the aforementioned Cooper Rush and Skip's Cowboys. He's got a perfect starting record at 3-0. Two of those wins coming this season since stepping in for the injured Dak Prescott. Cowboys, a three-point favorite at home against the Commanders this weekend, according to Fox Best Sportsbook. All right, Shannon, what do you expect from Cooper Rush? Number 10, according uh, to Skip, this Sunday. I expect a similar to the last couple of games. I expect them to be, you know, play safe football. They're going to run the football, try to establish the run, um, not ask Cooper Rush to do too much heavy lifting. The commanders are 28th in scoring defense, 28th in pass defense. Uh, all those first-round picks, Skip, remember they went to the playoffs and uh, chased uh, Young and mm. Allen and Payne and Sweat. We were expecting those for all those first-round mm. picks to just wreak havoc. Mm. It hasn't materialized since that, 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 that late-season playoff run mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. Uh, they're not very good on the defensive side of the football. And so I expect uh, uh, Cooper Rush to, like I said, do what he's done the past couple of games. I'm not saying he's going to go. He, he could, but I think they're going to try to run the football. I think he throws somewhere between 200 and 250 yards, probably have a couple of touchdowns, and the Cowboys' defense is going to feast. They just get – the commanders just gave up nine sacks. Nine! The Cowboys are the number one sack team sacking the quarterback in all of football. Mm. So if the Eagles got him nine times, how many times do you think Micah and those, those guys could possibly get him? And what we see with Carson Wentz, the more times you hit him, the more often the ball comes out. He's never been 
strong hand where he gets sacked and it would, could hold on to the ball. A lot of times he gets sacked and the ball is on the ground. And so I, I can see him fumbling. I can see them getting him six or seven times. I can see him ha- having two or three fumbles. And you know he's going to throw a pick. He good for one, at least one of them. So, no, I, I think, I, I think the, uh, the Cowboys are going to win this game very comfortably. Really? Yes. I, I remind you, once upon a time, day after day, Monday after Monday, you raved about walk it to him. Yeah. Right? Walk it to him. Mm-hmm. Wince. Yes. And I, I just need to get you on the record. You're completely off that bandwagon. You, you can't come in Monday if they pull off a shocking upset and say, I told you so. If, if, they, if they pull off an upset, I come in here with I dressed in a full cowboy uniform. Really? A full cowboy uniform. <laughs> what? Who you want me to wear? Dak, Zeke? What? Who? Cooper Rush? Micah. <laughs> 11 from heaven. <laughs> So you so 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 Micah is your guy now. Not Cooper Rush, not Rogers. Micah Parsons is Skip Bayless' favorite cowboy all time. Let me sum this up for you, <laughs> Mr. Sharp. My Dallas Cowboys are now all about rush. Pass rush okay. and Cooper Rush. What am I right? No. Yes, no, I am. No. Back to what you just said in describing Cooper Rush. I think I heard you describe a game manager, basically, yes. right? Yes. Because here's a quote from the Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp. No heavy lifting will be required this Sunday of Cooper Rush, right. just the way it's not been required in the last, as you said, couple of games, right. even though he's played three for the Dallas Cowboys as a starter. Right. One last year on Halloween at Minneapolis Correct. against the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. No heavy lifting, says Shannon Sharp. Allow me to describe some serious heavy lifting. At Minnesota on Sunday night solo stage football, they are down with 55 seconds left in the game, and the game manager, says Shannon Sharp, that is Cooper Rush, throws a 20-yard touchdown pass to a guy who's no longer there, Amari Cooper, that wins the game 20-16. to That's what I call heavy clutch lifting. Then if we could go to his first start this year, shall we? Mm-hmm. It's against the team you got to see last night, the defending AFC champs, the team that nearly won last year's Super Bowl. They were down again with a minute to go. And the guy who cannot heavy lift did some serious They were lifting. down. They were, the game was tied. Stop mm-hmm. that. Okay. They're in trouble against a team that is desperate to win, a team who's Backup long snapper had cost them the Pittsburgh game because they missed an extra point to win it, and then they missed a literal chip shot field goal to win the game against Pittsburgh on opening day. They are seething. They are lusting after a first victory. We got to go win this one and get back on track. Right. And Cooper Rush, who cannot heavy lift, completes three straight passes in the final minute of the game to set up a walk-off field goal. No heavy lifting, said Shannon Sharp, but that's what he did. I'm not finished. Then we go to another huge stage game. It's Monday night solo stage football. It's choke city for any backup fraud of a quarterback, one who's about to turn into a pumpkin because he's nothing but a game manager. And all of a sudden, Saquon busts loose for 36 yards. Saquon is back. Guess who tweeted that? LeBron James, supposedly a Cowboy fan. He's a fraudulent Cowboy fan. He's two-faced. He's a backstabbing Cowboy fan. You can't can't trust him. He likes Saquon. He He loves Saquon. So all of a sudden, he's turncoating because he's front-running. He smelled blood. He smelled cowboy blood because so did that whole stadium. That, that house is packed because the Giants are back, baby. It's red, hot, big, blue. 
up in New Jersey, and here they go. We got this. It's 13 to 6 Giants. And all of a sudden, no heavy lifting. Cooper Rush says, hmm, no, I got this. And he pulls off back-to-back drives in which, in, in total, he completes 12 of 13 passes for 129 yards. This is into the fourth quarter. Yeah. 129 yards. And in the second drive, he goes 89 yards with four big completions to CeeDee Lamb, including a fourth and four at the Giants 41 that was simply for all the marbles. It was for the football game because if you miss it, you're probably going to lose the game. And he took it all the way home with a sweet fade throw that didn't have much air under it, a throw that you actually complimented because he threw it more on a line because he thought he had CD in the corner and CD, one hand, left hand, snagged it. That's what I call serious heavy lifting to put them back ahead uh, 20 to 13. Is that game managing? Saquon Barkley, he made the score 13-6. Okay, Cooper Rush leads the drive. He makes it 13-13. When I say heavy lifting, now, you do realize, how many yards rushing did they have Sunday? 176, 174? Monday, you mean. Monday night? Yeah, Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So now, I'm saying when he does heavy lifting, he has to throw for 350. He has to score 30 points. He has to score 35 points. That's what I mean by heavy lifting. At Minnesota, he threw for 325. He got the 20 points. Mm. He got the 20. So somebody needs to put him in a situation where he has to get to 28, Mm. where he has to get to 31, Mm. where he has to get to 35. Mm. That's what I mean to be heavy lifted. I've seen three starts with three straight finishes that required heavy clutch. I underline the word clutch. Clutch lifting. Clutch lifting. 20. So let me ask you a question. If you score, so how far do you think you go? Do you think you can score? I mean, he scored 20. 20 and 23. Mm-hmm. That's what he scored. That's heavy lifting, huh? Who won? You guys won. Yeah. Who pulled it out? Who, who pulled the game right out of the fire? Game. Three straight times game he did it. manager. One, you'd say, game, ah, that's an aberration. Game manager. Two, you'd say, it's a coincidence. Three, you'd say, that's a charm. If, that, if, that's if, legit. If he that's who at, he is. If he worked at a fast food restaurant, uh, he'd have a short sleeve shirt on. Huh? Yeah, he's a manager. He's a manager. Yes, yes, he's a manager. Short sleeve shirt on. Well, at least he manages the whole, whole restaurant. <laughs> okay, right? yeah. he man- he's managing the offense. Yeah, okay. He's not doing no heavy lifting. Okay, so once again, feet to fire, Mr. Sharp. Yes. You caught passes from John Elway, whom I consider a top five all-time quarterback. Okay. Would you agree? You have to agree with yeah. that. You can't disagree that's, that's, with that, That's my right? dog, yeah. That's yeah, your I'm dog. With it. So you caught a whole, I don't know, you probably know the stat exactly, but you <laughs> caught a whole bunch of passes from him. So you have a pretty great idea of what makes a great quarterback, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. So obviously, if you're suggesting that Cooper Rush is fraudulent, that he will be exposed, he will be found not against out. Washington. Okay, but but we're we're heading there because if he beats Washington, then Jerry Jones is going to have a big decision to make. Yes. We're going to we're going to hit this head on in just a few minutes here on the show because if they're coming out here to play Aaron Donald right. and company, which is the next week, right. right? Yeah. Big Fox game at 4:25 Eastern. Yeah. Are you going to throw Dak back into that fire? Or are you Why going to not? let the fire consume Cooper Rush? And so you can say, we got rid of Cooper Rush. We, he got no, Jerry, Jerry ain't trying to say he got rid of Cooper Rush. Jerry right. won't, won't Cooper Rush to keep playing. All right. So the point is, I need you to tell me, because I, I'm not in the Hall of Fame. I need you to tell me what the fatal flaws are in Cooper Rush's game. What is wrong with him? Why will he get exposed? Why will he 
as you said yesterday, sooner or later, you didn't use this terminology, I am, but that the red rocket, as I call him, is going to turn back or be turned back into a pumpkin. Maybe by Halloween, he'll be turned back into a pumpkin, yeah. right? Just like Cinderella, right? Yeah, okay. yeah the red He's rocket, red... normally red rocket. But fizzle, he'll, he'll fizzle and come back to Earth. Yeah. With a little pop, yep. right? Yep. Okay, that's that's what he is. I need fatal flaws. <laughs> I need you to explain what is wrong with Cooper Rush. What do you detect right here, right now, will be exposed by this defensive coordinator, the Rams, that defensive coordinator, the Eagles, or down the line? Well, I think the thing is, what you have to do is that you have to make him you have to make him a participant and not and not a bystander. And so, in other words, you take you take that running game away, and you say you're going to win this game based solely on Cooper Rush throwing the football. Okay, so what, what's wrong with his ability to throw the football? I, I need you to explain exact. Give me a detail. He can't do what? Well, he, he can do anything if you run the football because you're going to set up the play action. Huh. I just don't believe. I'm going by history. History tells us a guy that's been a, ba a career backup is not going to come and all of a sudden be the savior and win multiple soup. That's not what okay, he is. Remember, many career backups got a chance to be a starter first. See Steve Berline that I keep bringing up right. that they went with the hot hand right. down the stretch right. in 1991. Jimmy and Jerry right. said, I know Troy's healthy, but Steve Berline's got the hot hand. Right. Well, he'd been a starter before. Right. And he'd failed yep. in, in Oakland with the, yep. they were the L.A. Raiders, actually, yes. at that point. Mm -hmm. And so he comes to Dallas as a backup. Right. Kenny Bridgewater, we saw last night, has tried. And I, I don't even know if he failed. He got hurt as a starter in Minnesota. Well, he led him to the playoffs one he year. Did. I know, and he was pretty good. Yeah. And he all but won that Blair Witch Project yep. game, right? It, it changed a lot of people's lives. It did. Okay. So... Again, this career backup has been in this system for six years. He's 28 years of age, but he's never been allowed to try to start a football game until he was forced into the one at Minnesota last year. Mm -hmm. So he's gotten three opportunities, and I would say he's done pretty great at those three opportunities. He's seized the moment three straight times. So I just need you to explain to me because – I'm having a hard time seeing what's wrong with his game. What's Where, right where's, with it? Where's the fatal flaw? What's right with it? Okay, well, you tell me what's wrong with it. I ask you first. The, the fact of the matter is, Skip, is that if he was what you said he was, somebody would have come and taken him okay, off what, Dallas' I, roster. I, I got it. What, what's wrong with him? Because yeah. he's never had an opportunity until right now. I do not believe he can win long-term. I don't believe Jer Jerry's giving all this spill winning long-term. But just leave him in there. Okay. We'll I'm, find I'm, out. Okay, I'm, I'm just asking. Is he inaccurate? Do you see Skip. inconsistent accuracy? If, do, do you see inconsistent accuracy? If, if, I'm, if, if I'm running the football like they've been able to run it the past couple of games, the play action will open up because you're running the football okay, I'm, with I'm, Zeke I'm hit you and with Pollard. The key stat here is What's that? last year, my Dallas Cowboys managed to win one game, right. one game in which they didn't run for 100-plus yards. Right. It was Cooper Rush at Vikings. Right. They only had seven. But you got no respect for Kirk Cousins. Okay. So now all of a sudden he beat Cousins, and now you're yelling about it's him. It's the you got same no Kirk Cousins that you project into this year's NFC yes. Championship game. But you have no respect for him. So it doesn't I, matter about me. It's you. No, but you said Cooper Rush beat Minnesota, so it does. I'm Co not in the Hall of Fame. No, no, no. My, my, no, no, no. my opinion is disqualified. No, 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 no. You told me that, oh, Cousins. I, he will let you down. Now you're talking about how great Cooper Rush uh, looked beating a guy that you got no respect for to begin with. Huh? What's wrong with his game? What, what, where, is, he, is he potentially, uh, will he unravel under fire? Have, well, we, see, have we seen well, him under fire? 
Have we seen him go down by two touchdowns? Well, we saw him under fire against Cincinnati, and then yeah, he was under fire at New they, York. They were, they were, let me ask you a question. In Cincinnati, when you say under fire, were they ever behind in that game? No, but, but it was tied, and you're playing against the defending AFC champs on a big stage. Think about this. The game is tied, but I got the ball. Okay. Do you believe, are you predicting that at some point he will just come apart under pressure? I'm predicting that he's going to go back to the bench do, when Dak is healthy. Do you think you can blitz him silly? Can you blitz him blind? Yeah. If, if you throw the kitchen sink and the bathroom sink and the outdoor plumbing sink. I believe I believe the Rams and the Eagles will be able to get to him without blitzing. Okay. So, and will he unravel? Will he come apart? He will lose. Huh. Okay. But you're not telling me. You, 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 you got to give me a fatal flaw because when I don't like a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, it's because I don't trust his poise under well, I don't, fire. I don't trust. He I will don't, unravel. I, I, Kirk I Cousins will throw it to the wrong team. I don't trust Cooper Rush if he were to get down by seven to ten points. Because I've never seen him come back, come from behind in a game in which he was down multiple scores. Okay. How about that? Everything has been, he's always been a situation, he's been down one score, but he got the ball. I need him down. See, it would have been very interesting to see. Has like When he tied his game up, the Giants go right back down the field and get another score has, and has see he, if he can respond. Has he front run to victory because the defense took the ball away three or four times? No, no but the defense not. has been outstanding. Uh, it, it has. But I told you that going in. Hold on, time out. If you don't mind me asking, how many points did the defense give mm -hmm. up in Minnesota? Mm -hmm. 16. Yep. How many did they give up against Cincinnati? 17. How many okay. did they give up on, on, on Monday night? 13. Well, so I, 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 I predicted that before the season started. I told you that my defense is going to be top five, and you laughed at me. You scoffed at me. So, you said there's no way this is a top five defense, and now you're using that as the argument against me. So, so I, I first guessed and it. Cooper, and Cooper rushed three stars. The defense is giving up 15 points. Shannon Dak Sharp. says, I sure wish y'all would give up 15 points when I play. Shannon Sharp, you can't find a flaw in Cooper Rush's game. His arm is not great, but it's good enough. His accuracy is outstanding. I want to see his, him from behind. His poise under fire is outstanding. I want to see him behind when multiple Martindale scores. tried to light him up, there were free rushers all night long in his face, and he stood tall with fearless poise and delivered the football on time accurately to the right open what, receiver. What, he just did it again what, and again what, and again. What, what, defensive player, what defensive player for the Giants you take and put on the Cowboys right mm. now? I don't know. I could probably find two or three. No, you won't. Leonard Williams was out. I'll take, He's the best defensive player. I'll take Thibodeau right now. He out. Huh? I no, mean, he played. He played did he? Monday night. He did. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll take him. I, I'll, yeah. take, I'll take him when he gets better. I'll give me a couple of years. Huh. You didn't hear his name. Did they call his name? Who? Thibodeau. No, but it was his first little action, right? Oh, I'm not, there are a lot of guys that yeah. he their first action you hear the name call. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, Micah, when I first saw him, I said, yeah, but you you told me two weeks ago, you said that that Giants defense, I'm quoting you, 15. it's much improved. It That's is. what you told Skip. me, much improved. Skip. Skip, if I don't have anything to eat and you give me rice and bread, that's not a gourmet meal, but it's better than what I had. They might be better than yes, what they but, were. But you weren't saying it was rice and bread. You were raving no, about it. No, stop it, Skip. You were raving. So I, so I made it seem like they were the 2000 Ravens, huh? No, but okay, you said then. they are legit. No, no. You said they were legit. Yeah, they beat Baker. Uh, they beat Baker. Uh, barely. They, they beat him. With a 56 they yard beat, field They goal. beat him, and he had the ball. Field goal. So I tell you what, you want Cooper Rush or Baker Mayfield? Mm. I would take Cooper Rush right now. <laughs>
got a hotter hand. No! The huh? number one pick in the draft? You want a, you want an undrafted street free agent I over the number one pick in the draft? Yeah. Well, what has he showed you so far? Oh, you hear that, Baker? Huh? You hear that, Baker? Hold up. Not the Baker Mayfield that won 11 games. Mm. And they had the high QBR. That won a game at Pittsburgh with a 91 QBR. Daniel Jones or Cooper Rush? Who you got? Huh? Huh? Man, I don't want to come on, huh? Skip. Who you want? Why did I pick? Let me ask you a question. Huh? Why did I pick the Cowboys okay. on Monday night? Teddy Bridgewater or Cooper Rush? Who you got as your backup quarterback? Who you want? I think I'll take number 10. I just think I will. I could go on and on. I could go down all the backups. I could go through a bunch of starters. And you would, Mariota or Cooper Rush right now. I'm, I'm taking Cooper Rush. I'm sorry. Well, I've seen enough. So, in other words, if you put Cooper Rush in Atlanta, they're going to have, what's their record at the end of the year? Same as with Better. Mariota. Nope. Better. Nope. He's not that skip. He's not. And you're going to find out. You're going to be sad. Gentlemen, Anna, we do need to st extend Mondays. a big congratulations to Cooper Rush and his family. His wife, Lauren, announced on Instagram earlier this week that they're expecting another baby. Congrats. So certainly Good. a big month for the Rush family. All right, Shannon, get ready. Will the Lakers record be below 500 again this no, season? I need your take not. on it. We're going to explain the absolutely latest predictions not. and projections when we come back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. According to the latest NBA season predictions, the Lakers finish ninth in the West and are expected to win 37 games. Last season, they won only 33 games. Shannon, jump on in here. How much do you disagree with this? I think ninth is too low. Uh, I've tried to get 10 cases out of my uh, partner here, and he refuses to bet because he's scared. And I just wish he would say that he was scared instead of giving me all these moving up to 55. 55 games. No, 55 I said 50. Wins. 55 wins for 10 cases. I said 50. They won. Th all you do is bring up 33 games. You mean to tell me the GOAT can only win 33 games? Well, that's I, the fact. He okay. won 33 And games. I said, I'm going to give a 17-game improvement. I'm going to mm. go to 50. Mm. But he's scared. But anyway. It's hard for me to see a scenario in which AD, and I guess they did factor in injury, looking at their injury history. LeBron James has missed 84 games in his four years. That's 21 games a season. AD has played in less than half the games over the last two seasons. He's played in 76. 
He's missed 78. So just that alone should cause me to have some concern, uh, should, have me, should uh, have me to have some pause for the simple fact LeBron is heading into year 20, and we see the injuries coming with greater regularity, mm. injuries that he never really had. My, Cleveland, Miami, back to Cleveland. He never had injuries that keep him out 25, 27 games like he's had injuries since he's been in L.A. A.D. has been a walking injury and has only really played one healthy full season, and that was during the pandemic in which the season got cut short. So with that being said, I can see why this prognostication of this simulation says the Lakers are only going to win 36 games. But they also say the, the Warriors are going to finish in eighth place too, right? That's what they said. So, you know, mm -hmm. and you believe that? This analytical sort of model, if you will, this formula, it does not like the fact that there's no more Otto Porter Jr. and there's no Gary Payton the second. Right. Because it loves both those players as they benefited the Golden State Warriors. Yes. It's still hard for me to believe they're going to tumble to eighth here because exactly. they're just too good. Right. The, their stars are still too good. It's hard for me to believe that the Lakers are only going to win 36 games. Their stars are too Their star, they just got the brightest star in the NBA, in NBA history, now that I think about it. And not he, just currently, in the history. Let's see, in December, what is it, December 30th, he turns 42? And, and, and kicking butt like a 22. Really? Yeah, putting huh. puss in them like... Think about that, Skip. The man been putting puss in people for two decades. Mm. Who can say that? Hmm. Okay, my turn. I'm going to take this projection from the top, and I'm going to tell you why your Lakers do have a chance because it doesn't really like anybody in the West. It doesn't like Seriously, it's got the Phoenix Suns plunging from 64 wins last year to only 49. That's the projection, 49 wins, and they're number one in the West. Right. At 49 yeah. wins. We were the last time the number one seed only won 49 okay. games. <laughs> and last year, Phoenix just lapped the field. Yeah. They, they ran away with the West, was it by eight? And they ran away with the number one overall seed, mm -hmm. the, the number one, including the East, by 11 games. Only team to win 60 Ooh, games, God, at least 60. You're kidding me. Well, I don't like the Suns. I told you the other day, if, if you take Jay Crowder away, which I assume he's, it feels like he's gone. Right. It feels like DeAndre Ayton wants to be gone, but he, he can't be gone. It feels like the coach doesn't really want to coach DeAndre Ayton anymore. Doesn't it feel that way? And he don't want to be coached by Okay. And it feels like, because I know this for a fact, as much as I respect Chris Paul's game, he's just getting older. He, is. he, he just is. He, he's getting up there in years, and at some point he's just going to run right into that Father time wall, yeah. right? You're going to run out of gas eventually. Okay. So I, I can't love them. So 49 wins, I'll say, okay, maybe they would lose 15 games. Okay, but but 49, then Denver is second. I don't know why. I just never trust them. I, I, you love Yoke. I love Jamal Murray, but the coach is fun to listen to after games. We got but, KCP and Michael Porter Jr. is back. They, they do. Okay, I, I get all that. There's something about them I don't trust when, when it's time. When it's really time, do I try? I don't. You should have trusted. You remember I what they did know, to your team? I know exactly. Down three one. My team did not want to be in the bubble. They, they wanted to be you, there. You realize the pandemic was the single greatest thing that's ever happened to LeBron James. Don't do that. No, I'm serious. I thought about this the other day. If not for the pandemic, he wouldn't have a fourth ring. Yes, he would. He would not because yes, he, he gave him how many months did they have off before the bubble started? Like four starting, months. But he was starting to cook. You uh, remember what he did before the pandemic? Okay, you remember they, what he did to Giannis? And you know what he did to Giannis on a Friday night and turned right around and did something bad to PG and, and Kawhi on Sunday. And then what happened? The pandemic happened. He got, like, was it four months? I think it was. It was like four months we, off. Skip, 
that, to refurbish, to refuel, to revitalize. That cost us an MVP. Huh. We about to get an MVP. Yeah, but it won you a ring because then he was smart enough, shrewd enough of an operator to, to go all the way. Where were they? Orlando. Orlando. Go down to Orlando and say, well, we got to tough this thing out. Let's make it the best we can make it. Let's be a team. Let, let's have team activities. Leadership. Yeah, he, he led them off the floor. Not, not on the floor. Mental no. toughness. Mental weakness on the floor in the clutch is all we've ever seen from him. But the point was that all of a sudden, I'm hearing that the Clippers just don't want to be there. I don't blame and them. And they run into the Denver Nuggets, and they're like, we won out. I, hold on, Skip, but you can't hold on. They didn't want to be there. So when did they didn't want to be there? They didn't want to be there when they got up 2-1, 3-1, or they didn't want to be there after Denver came back and put foots in them? They'd had enough. Remember Paul George, after every game, he was talking about, I I'm just crushed. I I'm depressed. I, I can't take it here anymore. Do you remember all that? I remember because he was shooting two or 25. Uh, okay. He should have been depressed. I was okay. depressed watching that bull job. Okay, which brings me to the third pick here in this simulation. The New Orleans Pelicans. I am bullish on the baby bull, Zion, being back. I, in fact, I give them a great shot to win the West, given what this is, because it's a tight yeah, you out your mind. I'm not out of my mind. If you add him to a team that was about as on the rise as you could get last year, I, I look at this and I say, with CJ and VI and Valanciunas, they're about as good as anybody that I'm, I'm trying to size up here. And then Memphis, you don't think they'll take a little step back because they lost DeAnthony Melton, they lost Kyle Anderson. Well, they Kyle gave them a step back. Look, look at how many – they won like 55 games last year. What they got to make 56. They got 56 down to 46. So yeah, like that's, 10 games. that's 10, a step back. Minus 10. Minnesota, do I really trust Ant-Man to be that guy? I think Pat Bev did wonders for them. I do Give too. him a veteran presence. Well, and, well, Rudy Gobert better do – he better do eight they, wonders. Right, I just – After what they gave up to I'm, get him. I'm not – Buying, you know how I feel about Rudy. I know how you feel about Rudy yeah, Gobert. Yeah, which brings me to the number six team is my Clippers. Kawhi's knee is just not right. I just know it's not right. And it won't be right until midseason. So all I need for them to do is make the playoffs. Because by the time the playoffs come, his knee, I'm going to try. I'm knocking on wood for him, will be right. Paul George will be right in time for the playoffs. And they will be formidable in the postseason. We're going to be formidable. Okay. Then, you got, the, only thing that, the only thing that can save you is injuries. Okay. Then if we're healthy. All right. So the, the Clippers will struggle. They'll, they'll probably win. Their, their projection is 43.6. Maybe they'll win 43 games. I don't care if they're an eight seed. I don't care if they have to get through the play-in tournament. They're going to wreak havoc in the postseason, which brings me to Dallas. They lost Jalen Brunson. Every time I turned around, as much as you love Luka, Jalen Brunson just made yeah, big he, hoop after big hoop yeah, after he played, big. He, played, he, played he well. is a little big man. Yeah. And he's gone. And and to, to my eye test, it's he, he was replaced by what? Well, he's kind of irreplaceable. So I'm skeptical. And they're supposed to win 43 games. Now Golden State, they're they're going to win way more than 42 games. I'm sorry, yeah. they just will just because of their big three. They're just too good. Which brings me to the Lakers. My issue is, by the way, this this system. It, it only rates Patrick Beverly as a plus. All, all the other, the Schroeders, even Kendrick Nunn, it's, it's got no use for any of them. It's got no use for Thomas Bryant or Damian Jones at center. Like, they're, they're way below average. So it's factoring in, as you point out, injury history. Okay? Well, they got it. They got all kinds of injury history. History would warn you, as I said yesterday, it would scream at you, don't trust their Health. I trust Goat James. Health. I trust Goat James. Health. And goat, I trust. Health. 
What's on the what's you can pull out a dollar. 55, you got a dollar in your pocket, pull no, out it. What it say? And what we trust. Yeah. Oh, a so, goat I trust. <laughs> so wait, did you just compare LeBron James to God? I'm just saying, a goat I trust. Huh. I'm trying to give you 10 cases. 50 wins right now. Huh. Next thing I know, the, the the new dollar bill next year will have LeBron's face on it, right? They will be passing by the yeah. Staples Center. Really? Yeah. Because he's worth about a dollar. He was a billy. That's what they call it, a billy goat. <laughs> a billy goat. Hey, I know a team. Did you see those projections in the East? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I somebody predicted it. Hey, I don't Seven. Oh, they said, oh, did they? Seven from heaven. The Nets, right? That's somebody's number, isn't yeah. it? That's just like Golden State being predicted eighth. Uh, well, hold on. I'm just trying to figure out. You don't. You love the prediction for the Lakers, but everybody else, I can't just see that happening. I look, can't see this happening. Look, I'm going to give you this. If if you could tell me seriously, if you could tell me that LeBron would be available for all 82. No, I'm telling you, okay. he'll be ready for. He'll be ready for between 65 okay, and but, 70 okay, games. Well, I'm, I, this is from my side of the table. If you told me he would be available for 82, wouldn't play 82, but that he'd be healthy the whole year. If you told me that your man Anthony Davis, AD, the other AD in LA, opposite the AD for the Rams. The weaker AD, the, the one who's always man, hurt. You go, go ahead, old man. Always hurt and, and always not available psychologically for reasons I don't know. He's been talk, talk, talking this year about this and that. And my wrist was hurting me. All. No, nobody knew how bad my wrist. LeBron's been whispering in my ear. It's time for me to take the reins. Is that is. what he's saying? Take them. If you can show me that you'll be available for all 82, if both those players are available for all 82, and if you told me that the new sheriff in town, Darvin Ham, just basically benches Russell go. Westbrook, <laughs> seriously, just benches him and plays Pat Bev and plays Schroeder and plays Kendrick know? Nunn and plays Austin Reeves, you got me. If, if you're healthy and ha relatively happy and you just sort of fade Russ out of the mix and put him down at the end of the bench where he belongs and Darvin Ham can handle and juggle that situation, yes, they could contend in the West because they're about as good as anybody. Yeah, right. I think the West is is sinking into the sunset. It, it, it's not what it was before. Oh, well, I mean, it, the, the, the West is really powerful and it's probably going to cannibalize itself. Okay, but they all got issues. They do. Yeah. Except for Denver. Denver doesn't have any issues except they're Denver. Seriously. Look it out. Ooh. You like that? 360. Huh? Got to stay away from the wine and the cigars. The man, fine. Yeah. Wine and cigars. No and no. Hold on. Jordan won six titles. Why, with, with, he was drinking that brown and cigars. Yeah, but that was more later in the career. Nah, he would do, that man's eyes didn't get brown like that. His eyes, I mean, after mm. like 86, eyes started turning brown. You know what? Maybe Darvin Ham should be a player coach. What do you think? Nah. I think they could use him. Nah, D. Ham ain't played in too, huh? too long. Knees <laughs> won't hold up. He was a tough guy. But Goat Jane looked good. Huh? You see, he'll slim down, Skip, he huh? look good. Zero looks pretty good, too, right? As in zero rings, right? Well, he, hey, all he has to do is just be patient, let D. Ham do his thing, and we'll get him a ring you and know, go ahead and send him on his way. The truth is, the, the reason you're going to be relegated to the play-in tournament once again is that guy on the far right. It's just going to be a simple We're winning that. 50 games. No. If 50 games has us in the play-in, so be it. But mm. we're winning at least 50. 50 you, games, according to this projection, would have you running away with the Western Conference. Well, there you go. Well, I get, boop, there it is. Uh, is that what's happening? <laughs> there it is. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Win the West? 50 games. No, I'm saying, I'm saying we're going to win at least 50. Okay. I, I will bet you 10 cases you will not win the West this year. I bet 10 cases 
we're going to win at least 50 games. Now, I tried to give you this bet before this simulation, the mm -hmm. prognostication or whatever, this analysis, whatever it came out. I we tried to give you that bet. We still have time. We got like four preseason games to I'm absorb. 50 plus. Uh -huh. I may take it. You're I got to see what I see. I got to see what they do with zero. And I want another three cases when we play Clippers out the gate. Really? Well, I don't think Kawhi's going to be a better. I don't care about Kawhi. Well, he's the best. He's way better than LeBron. Is. Don't do that. On the don't Pelicans. Do that and I love your prediction for the Pelicans. You've never sounded so intelligent. Thank you. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. <laughs> up next, a serious topic. Yeah. To his injury from last night, what does it mean for him moving forward? <sighs> That's next here on <laughs> FS1. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Tungavailoa, of course, has a long history of injuries, which include a dislocated hip in 2019, an ankle injury in 2018 at Alabama as well. In 2021, he fractured his ribs and missed three games with the Dolphins. And of course, we know last night he was rushed to the hospital after that frightening head and neck injury. Shannon, all of this added up. What does it mean for Tua's future? Well, I'm concerned about his future. Because when we start seeing multiple concussions, and I don't care what they say, he had a concussion on Sunday. And when you start seeing concussions in close proximity, that's a, a reason, that's an alarm to be majorly concerned. And that's what Tua should be. Because, Skip, there's something called a football life, and then there's something called life. Now, football life is a very small part of your actual life. You're not going to play this game. You, I would like to think you're going to live a lot longer than you're going to play football. And now I got to worry about what type of life do I have with these multiple head traumas? And we see, we've seen so I don't, I've gone to, to go to the Hall of Fame and I see how some of the elder guys move. And I've been around some of them that's had the head trauma and the, 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 what it does to the body mm -hmm. and the, the impact that it has on loved ones. Mm -hmm. So that's what Tua has to worry about. I just want to know the, the doctor that's going to sign off on him coming back in the very in the near future. That's what I, that's what I want to see because seeing what they saw last night, I know neurologists. I know what they're thinking. Wow, that's something that we don't see very often. And you saw it last night, and it played out for all the world to see, not just those in the stadium, but for the people that was watching at home. And everybody's like. Every, I, man, Sean, why they keep showing it? Why they keep showing it? Uh, I don't know why they keep showing it, but they're showing it. And everybody got an opportunity to see it. And so for me, Skip, I just think Tua just has to take a step back and say it's okay. I understand football is very important. It's something I've wanted to do since I was a little bitty boy. I wanted to play quarterback in the National Football League. But at what price moving forward is the risk worth the reward? And so for me, I just look, he's made $25 million in his career thus far. Uh, I don't know the man's spending habits. I don't know what he has in his future. But 
given what he went through last night, I'm, I would think long, long, and very hard. And I'm going to go to multiple doctors, not just one, not just two. Skip, I'm going to go to three, four, five doctors mm -hmm. and see what they say. Are they saying something very similar? Because if, if I get three or, two or three doctors saying, if you were my son, I would advise you to step away. Well, that's all I need to know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all I need to know. Because at some point in time, I want to know who my kids are. I'm going to know where the hell I'm going. I want to know what's going on. That's, that's what I would do. So I'm, I'm concerned about Tua because, like I said, I played 14 years and I watched the game. I've never seen what I saw last night on the field happen. Yep. Okay, before I go big picture, I got to go back to smaller picture, but more important picture, which was, speaking of watching it over and over, he hit his head. And all of a sudden, his hands in front of his face seized up and looked like they were in they were spasm. Deformed. Yes. And at first, I told you, I thought he'd rolled over on his throwing hand and broken a finger. And it right. was sideways because his fingers were sideways. Right. But from what I know about the spine, cervical injuries at the top up in the neck region will affect your, your arms and then your hands mm -hmm. and then your fingers right. will seize up and look like they're in spasm right. if you injure your neck. Yes. Your older brother injured his neck. Yes. Sterling Sharp had to quit football prematurely at 29 because of a cervical injury right. that threatened paralysis. Right. Right? That's right. where we're It was going. the same area that Christopher Reeves, remember, he got thrown from the yeah. horse and got paralyzed from neck down. I think he was C1, C2. My brother had something very similar because when he got hit, Skip, he lost all the movement. He could move his legs, but he couldn't. It was like he was in a dream. You know how you, you dream and skip and you can't move? He said, I can hear. He said, I hear everybody's talking and everything, okay. but I couldn't move anything, so, especially my arms. The great news last night is he is rushed to the University of Cincinnati Hospital. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the head and neck trauma center. Correct. And they take a quick look, and they find no structural damage, right. according to the ESPN right. report in that they immediately released him but warned him, you, you need to go home. You can fly back with the team, but you should tomorrow get an MRI. Let's get a 3D picture of it to make sure that we're, we're on the right path right. here because the larger issue is not just the concussion. In fact, I thought it was ironic, almost sad, that Mike McDaniel is saying, I'm so happy it's, it's only a concussion. Only no, a concussion? concussion? Well, you know and I know. Well, that's a whole bigger can of worms yes. that you're opening there because they're cumulative. Once you get one and then two, they get worse, they get worse, Correct. and you get more and more susceptible down the road to another one, another one, which is why I told you the great Roger Staubach had to quit prematurely. The doctor just told him, you're, you're going to have brain damage if you keep doing this, right. okay? So we got potential paralysis here, which was the first issue, but he did have to wear a, a neck brace just as a precautionary measure when he flew back on the team plane because right. they were first and most concerned about cervical, about Correct. neck, yes. about paralysis, about Sterling Sharp, about Christopher Reeves. That, yes. That's what we're talking about mm -hmm. here. So now let's go big picture on Tua. I feel for this young man, still a very young man, yeah. because he has had a rough ride. Yeah. He obviously has ability to throw the football, but I did not love him the way you did coming out of Alabama because he's a soft armor to me. It's a good arm, and he can be accurate at mid-range. And if you give him a track team like he had at Alabama, and now he's, had, he's got it again, right. he can do a lot of damage because he can hit them in mid-range, and they can all run after the catch. Certainly those two can run after catch. But 
the, the arm is not a deep ball throwing arm. And right. we saw, if, if we could see it just quickly, just to remind everybody, he tried to throw one last night to, to Tyreek, and he just doesn't have enough on it. He can't be late with the ball, Skip. No, can't be late. You got to throw, throw it. On throw time, it. And, you can't hit twice. To, and the ball's going to hang and hang, and Tyreek's going to have to come back and back and back. Okay, and it gets picked. He's got to let this ball go, but he's got to let it go to the far number, Skip. See, this ball, see? See, because the, the, the corner didn't get off. No. I mean, so, that, that might think that's the safety. Yeah. But the point is, he doesn't have a cannon. No. And he's never going to have a cannon. And then this is all exacerbated by the fact that ESPN reporter, Rex Ryan reported on ESPN, that he was told by insiders that Tua had not three surgeries at Alabama. He had five surgeries. Five surgeries right. before you're going to be drafted? I'm not going to trust it. It's like hurt in college, hurt in pro football, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so is he – some guys are just more fragile. For whatever mm -hmm. reason, you can't even – you can't explain it. Right. Some guys can weather the storm and right. some guys just can't. I don't know. That's no knock on him. I'm not right. saying he's psychologically fragile. He's just, his his body. body just won't take it, <laughs> won't take the punishment. He's about – is he six feet-ish? Maybe. 5'11", 6 feet. And he, he has some athletic ability, but he's not. Lamar, or no. he, he, he doesn't have escapability in the park. He can move around a little bit, but he can't always stay out of harm's way, see what happened last night at the end. Right. So the point is that, that hip surgery that he had, that was career-threatening, right. and I was surprised he was still kind of it, available for, for the draft at a, a pretty high position. Well, I thought, I thought that was he was going to redshirt that yes. year, Skip. But, you know, they ended up getting him ready, and he ended up playing. He did. But, by Many reports, according to all the reports, Brian Flores never bought in. No. And he was hard on this kid. Yeah. And obviously, Miami was in the derby for Deshaun Watson. And then they got busted because they broke all the rules in pursuing Tom Brady to replace Tua. Right. So he's gone through two evolutions of this where they tried to replace right. you. And then, glory be, in a shock to me, they beat Belichick, which was no surprise. Not but they're down three touchdowns at Baltimore, and I still can't figure it out. They came back and won the game. Right. And Tua made one big throw to Waddle down the middle that was just huge that saved the game. And here comes Buffalo to Miami, and I still don't know how they won the game. Tua was 13 of 18. And Josh Allen threw 62 passes in the game, and the stats just scream, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. They dominate in every way except on the scoreboard. And all of a sudden, Tua leads the league in QBR, and they are 3-0. But he banged his head on the turf late in the first half. He wobbled. He went down to one knee. It, it, it was the most glaring concussion I've ever seen. Right. And somehow he passed protocols. Somehow the independent neurologist said, yeah, he's fine to go. Really? Team doctors said, yep, he's fine to go. Mike McDaniel, who loves him like a son, said, yeah, he's fine to go because it's his back. It's not in, in an ankle, some ankle issue. It's not his head. You play in Buffalo, which is a division opponent. Yep. Now we got a, now we got the tie break over them. We've already beaten them once. And then we got a quick turnaround. I'm not so sure. I would like to think. But skill, it's just hard for me to believe that they, they labeled this Sunday as a back and ankle injury. They got away with it. They did. Because they knew, Skip, if they said concussion, he wasn't going to be able to play Thursday. No. Nope. They're not going to you, let you do that fast turnaround. Nope. They are not. So, gut feeling, I don't love Tua's future in the NFL just for either. the sheer health of it. I, I just don't love it. I agree. It. I agree.
It, I think it's I think it's going to be some uh, a month or some months if he were to play again this year before he plays again, Skip. Given the fact that it was cervical, I'm I'm not sure he'll play again the rest of this year. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, let's hope this morning's appointments and tests, whatever Tua is going through, let's pray they go well for him. Mm. All right, still to come here on Undisputed, who would you rather have right now, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Uh -huh. That's next That's on Undisputed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All of us at Fox Sports are thinking of those affected by Hurricane Inn. To offer your support, please visit www.redcross.org or you can text the word in to 90999 to make a $10 donation and help those in need. Coming up this weekend, the Bills are a three-point favorite as they head to Baltimore to play the Ravens on Sunday. Both teams 2-1, and one, and this matchup will have two of the MVP favorites at quarterback, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Shannon, going forward, would you rather have Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? It's close, but I'm going to say Allen um, because I believe his body is going to hold up over the long haul. Um, I think he'd be less impacted um, if he were to suffer an injury to his leg. He runs, he moves around a lot more than people think. Skip, they look at him, he's 6'5", 6'5 and a half, 250-plus pounds. But he's more athletic than you think, and he runs more than you think. He does. But I just believe that his body uh, can hold up and withstand um, a, lot of, a lot more of the punishment than, say, Lamar. Um, they're both, Lamar has improved dramatically from his rookie year to where he is now at throwing the football. So has Josh Allen. Um, so for me, it's close. I'm going to say 51-49%. With me, I would lean towards Josh, taking Josh. Um, Lamar is a tremendous runner. Allen is not the type of runner, but I'm going to give Allen a slight edge at throwing the football. Um, Lamar is 64% completion. Uh, Allen is 71% com uh, uh, completion percentage. Lamar leads the league in touchdowns, touchdown passes. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Josh Allen. Um, I think Josh has Josh has won two playoff games. Lamar's won one, but they're they're very close. They're a lot closer than you think. But I would say I would say Josh because I just believe that he'll be able to hold up a little longer and a little better than Lamar over the long haul. But it, it, it's close. But if you told me Shannon, you can't have Josh. You got to take Lamar. I wouldn't be disappointed. Okay. So you're a little bit on the fence. Yeah, 51-49, Josh, right now. Give me Lamar Jackson. Okay. There, there's something missing in the makeup of Josh Allen. I've told you this from the start, and we're starting to see a growing history of failing to finish close, excuse me, close games, mm -hmm. as we saw at Miami. I thought he came up pretty small in the end of that game. 
They should have won it. They dominated the stats. They didn't win it. He's obviously a huge talent. I did not see him coming. I watched really just the first half of one game he played at Wyoming against Iowa. Right. And I didn't like what I saw because he was completely, utterly overmatched. Mm -hmm. And to the Bills' credit, once they started to work him out, once they see him at the Combine, once they, they watched film of him against inferior opponents, they said, give us Josh Allen. Seems like a good kid, seems stable, seems like a good face of the franchise. But when push comes to shove, when the game's on the line, when it's time to ball, Lamar Jackson is a flat-out baller to me. Mm-hmm. I love his football backbone. I just love what he's made of. I, I like the way he operates under fire in the clutch when he knows it, 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 it's his game to right. win. He's going to go get it. However he has to get it, arm or legs, he's going to go get it. Right. And I, have, I, I admire him greatly because he wasn't the greatest thrower of the football at Louisville. No. And now he's a really good thrower, yeah. like really good. Yeah. And getting better. You can tell he's, wor- he's, wor- he's, he's worked, worked on hard game. on it. He's just worked hard. He's at 64%. And by the way, QBR, I'm, I'm sorry, pro football rating, um, focus rating, they have graded him so far number one overall. Mm-hmm. But Josh Allen is fifth. So it, it's a fight because mm-hmm. Lamar is second in QBR. Josh Allen is third in QBR. Two is still first in right. this moment. But the point is, I, I look at what Josh has to throw to. Stefan Diggs is right. really good. Right. And they really connect. Right. They have huge rapport on option routes and any and, check with me. And, and or, Gabe Davis. But, Skip, I give, give Baltimore credit. They went out and drafted a receiver in the first round, Rashad Bateman. Uh, he's played really well. Duvernay has made b- unbelievable plays. And he has the old reliable, Mark Andrews. Okay. The guy that no matter what the situation is. Okay, I got it. Mark's out so, there somewhere. So here are the numbers on those, those guys you just brought up. Pro football focus right now grades and overall just the wide receivers. Stefan Diggs is number two overall. Duvernay is tied for 24th, and Bateman is 43rd. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about wide receivers. But balancing this out, Mark Andrews <laughs> is ranked number one in, among tight ends, graded number one overall, and number one of all receivers is Mark Andrews. Yeah. Okay, so you got you want to talk about a security blanket <laughs> yeah. because – he is a Shannon Sharp-esque. He is a pass-catching yes. tight end. Yes. I, I don't even, I, it's hard for me to even call him a tight end. <laughs> I don't know what he is, but he runs routes yes. down the field yes. like a wide receiver. Yes. And he gets open, and there is huge connection between huge Lamar. Huge trust factor between those huge two. Huge between those two. So he's got that operating. But to your first point about Josh Allen, He's already carried the football 19 times for 113 yards. And to my eye, he runs far more recklessly and dangerously than Lamar does. Right. It, every time I watch him, even against Miami, he didn't run that much. But every time he took off, I'd say, what are you thinking? <laughs> because I don't care how big and strong you are, you're not going to last doing yeah, that. You're not, not going to be taking those direct shots. Right? Because... He likes to try to run through the proverbial brick wall. Linebackers, safeties. Or that hurdling. He's going to have to stay out there too, Skip. You know he loves to jump over guys. Okay. And he's a big, strong, athletic kid. But he plays like a kid because he's going to have to figure that out. But I don't think (laughs) Lamar's body is in any more jeopardy than Josh Allen's body is over time. That's why 
You, you can't tell me, oh, I'll take Josh because he'll stay healthier. I, I don't know about that. Uh, uh, but here's the thing. We've seen Lamar over the last couple of years miss games. We haven't seen well, that from he's Josh. Been incredibly durable. And, 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 and the thing is, is that Lamar, I mean, I think he says he's gained weight, so he's, what, 220, 225? He, he looks good to me. Yeah, that, that, and that, by the way, he's carrying it just fine. Right. Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But the, the thing that is, that is that, I mean, a couple of years ago, Skip, this probably would not even been a discussion, is that the fact that you can see the progression and the, the, and the, the improvement that Lamar has made throwing the football. Well, he did win the MVP. Yes, yes. Unanimously? Unanimously. Yes. Unanimously. Yes. And, and, and so these guys came out in the same draft, and we saw Lamar comes in, Flacco gets hurt, Lamar comes in, they go to the playoff. He struggles. He did. He struggled against the Chargers. Did he? And then the next year he comes back and he wins the MVP. And then they lose it, lose in dramatic, lose to, a, a, I think, Tennessee. And then they, they come back the next year and they beat Tennessee in the playoffs. They so did. you can see that he's improved. Each, it's close, Skip. It is, it is really, really close. Like I said, I'm not going to be disappointed if I had either one of these guys. Okay, I got it. I just like what Lamar is made of more than I like what Josh is made of. Okay. Whatever that X factor is. Well, we're going to get a fan chance to see uh, they play Sunday. They do. And so it's going to be very, I mean, Bills are a favor by three at Baltimore. Okay. I, I don't even need points. I'll take Lamar for two cases. Straight up? Yep. Two okay. cases. Right okay. here, right now. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You saw me coming. Yeah, I did. Right. I did. You I, I was do not, flow it. I, I just like, okay. I mean, you, I mean, you feel it. Man, you feel it real confident about the Ravens, huh? About the quarterback. I'll take the quarterback. Skip, they secondary have been terrible. I got it. I don't know where they were against two in the second half. No, they've been bad. I mean, last year we talked up where Peters was out and Marlon Humphrey was out and this one was out. They back, and they still bad. I got Lamar. Okay. I love it when you guys put do on things. That is a 1 o'clock kick. The Bills do have some injuries to deal with. Should be a good one on the NFL on Fox. All right, are the Cowboys too confident in Cooper Rush, Cooper Clutch? You're going to want to hear what C.D. Lamb had to say when we come back. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. are targeting a week five return for Dak Prescott. That would be against the Rams. However, wide receiver CeeDee Lamb said the team doesn't need to rush back their starting quarterback. Take a listen to what he told reporters yesterday. One that's always, you know, we're always happy for him. You know, just we don't want to speed up the recovery, I mean, the process just because, like, we want him for the longevity of the season. Uh, but obviously, as he, as he knows now, um, while he's out, Coop got us, and then um, you know we got we got full faith, full faith in ten, and uh, we're gonna ride this wave until four get back. Mm. Mm. All right, mm. Shannon. If you're mm. Jerry Jones and Dak says he's ready to play next Sunday, what would you do? Would you play him? 
Well, not just, no, I'm going to watch and practice. I'm going to see how he spins the football. How does he hold the football? How comfortable he is with people being around that hand? I'm just not going to take that word for it because we saw what happened last night. They took to his word. I'm fine. And they put him back out there. So, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to watch all the things leading up to practice, see how well he practices, see how well he spins the ball. Is there any lingering effect um, of him going out there and giving us an opportunity to win? And if I feel he still gives us the best chance to win, I'm going to put him out there, Skip. And so I think that's the evaluation that, that the Cowboys are going to undertake next week. I don't think he plays Sunday. I think they're moving forward with Cooper Rush, and rightfully so. You, you think not L.A.? Is that what you mean? No, no, no. no. I, I don't think I don't think he play. I don't think I know Dak's not gonna play this week. No. But I think come Monday, they'll get him out there. Okay. They'll start the process a little earlier than Wednesday. See how he holds the ball, see how he grips the ball, see if he can spin it. If there's any ill effect from that surgery, because he, it's only a month. So no, Skip. I I just think the thing is if they feel he can go out there, he can protect himself, he can protect the football. I believe they go back to Dak. Now, there's always that possibility, like, well, hey. As 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 a, a CD said, Coop is playing well. That's what he was saying. <laughs> he said, I, "We don't want to speed up the process or anything like that." But hey, we know T ain't gonna hold it down until four gets back. <sighs> you do know, the longer you leave him in there, and the more he wins, the more difficult it is to go back to the starter. No matter how much he goes out and beats the Rams. You're not putting Dak back in against the Eagles. That you, is true. You know, that, that is a fact. You, I buy that. You, you know that. That is a fact. So I think Dak is, is, is positioning himself to get back sooner than later because he knows the longer this thing plays out, the longer they're going to leave Coop in there. Mm. So for me, Skip, if he can go out there, if he can show that he can spin the ball, he has his normal rotation, he can grip the ball like he could before he had the injury, I believe he starts next week against the Rams. Mm. To your point, <laughs> for Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush is the equivalent of a miracle faith healer. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it's a miracle. I, I'm getting better I'm, because you better get better <laughs> you know. sooner than later. Yes. Because we got another step against, again, it's a team they should beat, obviously, Sunday. Right. But if Cooper Rush plays reasonably well, I, I don't know. I told you I'm not going to predict him anymore. They should win this game, but they also could fall right on their face mask. Man, he go, but he go out there and they beat, let's just say they beat Washington 31 to 10. And Cooper Rush throws three touchdowns for 270 yards. Well, you know he's starting out here at the Rams, right? You know that, right? Okay, but <laughs> Dak is the man. Yeah. Dak is the man in part because they paid him like the man. Jerry knows that, but Jerry will do anything to try to win football games. Yes. So... I saw Jerry swallow Tony Romo's contract when this kid from nowhere from the fourth round from Mississippi State got hot mm -hmm. in 2016 and ripped off 10 in a row that became 11 in a row. Right. But after 10 in a row, Tony Romo just conceded the job. Right. He, he, he made a concession speech on the Tuesday after they won at Pittsburgh yep. and said, it's Dak's team now. Right. Whew, really? Okay. So that happened. And Tony Romo. I don't say Dak will make a concession okay, speech. Well, he will not make a concession speech. Okay, I, I give you that. But I'm going to go ahead, go back and parse these words of one C.D. Lamb. Right. I'm a big fan. He starts off by saying four is QB one. Okay. Yeah. And that's always. That's what he said. That's always. We're happy for him. 
We, but I'm sorry, this is a but sentence, but we don't want him to speed up the recovery process just because we want him for the longevity of the season, the longevity of the season. So he's saying you don't have to get back immediately because obviously, as we now know, Coop got us. Well, so far, so good. Mm -hmm. He does. We got full faith in 10. That's Cooper Rush's number. Right. Says number 88. Right. We got full faith in 10, and we're going to ride this wave until four gets back. Right. Reading between the lines, he's saying, Dak, you don't need to rush this right. because we're on a roll. Mm -hmm. And if they do, as you say, if they can roll over Washington, then – it's very difficult to see. It's, Skip, it's, yeah. not as easy, it's not as easy as people think. Well, Dak's healthy. He goes back in there. The kid is, has done – it's not like they're barely – it's not like he's – they won in spite of him. If you won in spite of him, Skip, you, it's easy for Thank you to you. go back to Dak. Thank you. But you haven't won in spite of him. No. He's, he's, he's played the part. He's filled in while the guy – the starting guy has been absent. That is correct. In fairness to Dak Prescott – do you really want to throw him back into the fire against Aaron Donald and company out here at SoFi? Do you really want to do that? Is that fair? What, what if they do beat Washington so they will have won three straight games, so they'll be three and one going out here to the Rams? Wouldn't you rather subject Cooper Rush to that, even though you say he hasn't really beaten anybody? Right. I think he has. But the point is, Skip, do you want to do that? But Here's the thing what you set yourself up for. Cooper Rush beats the Rams. Now, and he, now, you, now you have to throw him back into the Philly he, fire. Okay. okay, he beats the Eagles. That's a Sunday night he game in Philadelphia. Okay, now you got a big problem. <laughs> now you're too. Okay, this See? is why Jerry Jones said I would walk all the way to New York for a quarterback controversy because it would mean Cooper Rush keeps winning games. Right. Well, you would. This would be the greatest problem you could ever have. It'll be the biggest story in the NFL. There's not another story. That would be bigger than what's going on if Cooper Rush wins the next three games. Yeah, even if it's defense first. Even, even if the defense rises and shines and takes over all three games. Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and the starting quarterback, QB1, is healthy. That's the biggest story in football. Now, so, unless Tom Brady, oh, excuse me, unless Tom Brady abruptly retires, okay. that's the only thing that could trump what would be happening in okay, Dallas. So if you are Jerry Jones, you are sitting at that desk, the buck stops on your desk. If Cooper Rush wins the next three games, you're going forward with Cooper Absolutely. Rush. Absolutely. Okay. Boy, that's you, you paid this man a I ton of money. A, I don't give a damn what I paid. And he him. is QB1. I paid I paid Cooper Rush backup money, but backup. he's winning. So I paid I paid my quarterback to win. He's winning. Okay. I've told you that's what Jerry <laughs> did to the great Troy Aikman, the first overall pick in 1991. He said, I'm sorry, Troy. Steve Berline's got a hotter hand. I'm going forward. And coaches do that. Skip, we saw that. In, Coach Parcells did the same thing with, with Phil Sims and Jeff Hosteller. Jeff Hosteller got hot down the stretch. He did. And they rode him all the way through. To the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom did. Brady, he got rode him all the way through. Skip, I'm, I'm, uh, 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 Coach Shula, Earl Moore got hot. He and he rode him. All, so this is not new. What, what's transpiring isn't new. You go back 50, 60 years, they've been doing this. Hot guy, you can lose your job. The guy hot, get hot, and he's playing well. That coaches are superstitious. You know, you know that skip. They're superstitious. Why would I take a guy out that's won six, seven games in a row to put the starter back in? 
ain't happening. Okay. So the most fascinating decision of all to <laughs> me is if Cooper Rush can take care of business this Sunday and Dak says on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm, I'm great. Watch this. I can spin it fine. It makes it easy. Skip, if he loses this game, it makes it, it was easy to put Dak back it. in against the Rams. Easy. You want, you would want that. Right. But if he wins, let's just say he wins, he, he wins by two touchdowns. Not even 31. He wins by two touchdowns, Skip. Heck, just I, if he wins. I don't know, Skip, I don't know how they're going to just, like, take him out. He would have won three games in a row. Man, I don't know. Dak will push hard to come back against and, and, the Rams. And, 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 and Jerry go push back harder. Okay. Jerry, he said he wanted this. Did he really want this or he would just hope? Man, I just hope. I'm saying this hoping we continue. Hey, everybody talk about they like chaos and controversy. You know, if they talking about you, it's but uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I still say it's a great problem. <laughs> you think Great so? problem. I do. You can figure this one out. Can you? Yeah, well, you think that at some point Cooper Rush will get exposed and then you'll go back to Dak. Wait. Well, hey, but you, you ride. You, you, you better hope he gets exposed in the next couple of day, games or he go, you're going to be right. Because now, Skip, he beats he beats the Rams. He beats uh, 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 Philly. Now you got Chicago and Detroit. Mm -hmm. You're not taking him out if he beats the Rams and Philly. You're not taking that man out of the starting lineup. Mm. I, this is music to my ears. I don't care if Dak, if, if Dak can, can squeeze a baseball with that hand. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you know what, Skip? You know what? He's won that many games. He beat those teams. He's not coming out. I'll many, take it. Many people believe the, the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Sure. Or, and, or L, NFL. You, you go on the road uh, and you beat them. Dak not getting that job back. Just like when he went on the road and beat Pittsburgh. We thought Pittsburgh was a very good team. He went on the road and beat them. He did. And that was it. Game over. Ten straight games. Game over. Mm, mm. Yep. I'll take it. Guys, Jerry might need to be careful what, what he, he asks he, for. He manifested it. You know did, too. things turn out. That was you, too. I'll All take right, it. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> Kyler Murray. He doesn't think Baker Mayfield is losing a step with his confidence. Whatever. Uh -oh. We're going to dive into that when we come back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray says, nope, he's not worried about his former college teammate Baker Mayfield dealing with the transition to a new team. Kyler says, quote, Baker has thick skin, so I'm not too worried about him losing confidence or anything like that. Shannon, how much truth is there to what Kyler's saying here? Zero. Baker Mayfield hold grudges. Baker Mayfield has thin skin. I've seen onions with thicker skin than Baker Mayfield. You know that, I know that. That's why he is continuously... Responded to criticism that was leveled by our own uh, uh, counterpart, teammate mm -hmm. Colin Cowherd. Yep. There's a reason why he had T-shirts printed up about Unleashed. Against the Browns. Against the Browns. Yeah. So this notion, and I get it, and Skip, they were teammates. They were boys probably uh, on the road. They were probably, uh, they probably were roommates on the road, uh, you know, when they went on the road with Oklahoma. Remember, Kyler spent a whole year yeah. since his, his understudy. Right. Yeah. 
So I get that covering yeah. for your boy. But mm -hmm. everybody knows Baker Mayfield does not have thick skin. He hears everything. And that's why he responds to criticism that he hears. That's why he had those T-shirts printed up. So, no, uh, Baker, last... Skip, did you know he was last at QBR? Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious. Mm. Second worst completion percentage ahead of Justin Fields. Mm. The Panthers are 30th in total offense. Mm. Mm. Is he the quarterback? Is he the quarterback? I want to know. Sam Donald has got... With these numbers that I'm seeing, it has to be Sam Darnold that's the quarterback. Because mm. that's all my partner that's been in the business for over 40 years. Mm. Covers some of the great. He saw the rumble in the jungle, personal, up close and personal with his own eyes. Mm -hmm. He was out in the national championship in 1982, North Carolina and Georgetown. He's some there. of the greatest sporting events in history. Mm. I'm good thing you ain't seeing this up close and personal. Mm. <laughs> your eyes will jump out of your head had to mm. watch this mess. Think so? Who was the winning quarterback this past Sunday? Oh, Baker Mayfield beat the New Orleans Saints that Tom Brady has hell beating. He, Tom Brady beat him too. Uh, barely. Right? It was 3-3 three to three with seven minutes left in the game. Brady had scored a grand total of three points. Brady had gone almost eight straight quarters without being able to score a touchdown against the New Orleans Saints. And Baker Mayfield pulled that one off, didn't he? He got a lot of help from his defense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, back to Kyler's comment. You're taking it off the field. I think Kyler is putting it on the field as far as if, you're, if you struggle in on-field performance, he's got thick skin. He'll just keep fighting on the field. He's not talking about rabbit ears off the field, thin skin, But rabbit ears affect, off the, affect the play on the field. When you, yeah, when you hear all that stuff that it be said, of course it's going to impact you. Okay, now to the, the issue of confidence for Baker Mayfield. I watched every snap of every game last year, and it got worse and worse and worse. Thank because you. he shouldn't have been on the field, said the Hall of Famer Shannon Absolutely. Shaw, after you tore your labrum and fractured your left shoulder in game number two, and you tried to suck it up and win one for the Gipper and for your <laughs> football team, you, you, you got to give it up at some point because your play got worse and worse. Correct. And your team started to lose more and more confidence in you. And finally, over the last four or five games last year, I saw Baker Mayfield for the first time in his life. Yeah, he lost life. He started to lose confidence because he couldn't do it the way he did it anymore. Right. He had lost velocity and accuracy because he couldn't twist into his throws, mm -hmm. whip his body into his throws the way he did. And he was also wearing a harness on his left shoulder, and it was restricting his movement, both throwing the football and trying to run and outrun people with the football. Okay. So the point was he then – opts to join a team that was ranked dead last in most power ratings through the offseason. Not a 30th. 30 second, okay? They're 30th now. They had lost their last seven games, thanks in large part to Sam Darnold, but that's a whole nother And their first two, thanks yeah. in large part okay. to Baker Mayfield. Okay, but that's not true. Game number one, after he flat out ran away with the job in competition with Sam Oh, Darnold. he ran away with it. Well, he just did. That's Sam all the Darnold reports. Sam Darnold got hurt. All the reports were that Baker ran away with the quarterback competition, that it was a no-brainer after the first preseason game. It's Baker's job. Game number one, it looked like Baker's job because he took the game over in the fourth quarter against his old team. What about the first three quarters? Okay. All I know is he threw for 155 yards in the fourth quarter. There aren't many humans alive right now capable – of throwing for 155 in a National Football League game. Right. There just aren't. And then he went the next week and threw okay. for 185 Time yards out. in the whole game. 
This was a huge season opener because it was a springboard game. He is a front runner in a good way, but you have to have some front to run with. Well, yeah. You, you need to create momentum by beating your ex team and getting off hot where all of a sudden the Carolina Panthers are saying, you know what? We're better than we thought we were. We're not the 32nd worst team No, you're 30th, so you're okay. not that bad, but you're almost. Okay, so it took the refs saving the Oh, the refs, not really, Skip. Really, you're going to put the refs? Okay. You know and I know what happened in that game. Brian Burns should not have been called for roughing the passer. Totally that was absurd, but, but totally even more absurd. The highway robbery that ensued when Jacoby Brissett tried to fake spike and take a whole step away from center and then like, whoops, maybe I better go ahead and spike this. <laughs> it's called intentional grounding. The rules will not allow that. One ref correctly immediately threw a flag on it and the head referee walked in and said, no, let's give the Browns a break here because they don't want to lose to Baker Mayfield. It'd be too shameful. Sorry. We're picking up the flag. There was no penalty no on the play. No penalty on the play and Matt Rule went <laughs> berserk about it. And it saved them. It put them in a position to kick a 58-yard field goal. It looked like it would have been good from yeah. 70. Okay, well, it wouldn't have been good from 68 because that's where it should have been attempted from. And then Baker goes up to New York, and he played okay at New York. He played defense, terrible. No, he didn't. The defense couldn't make a play. Hit the linebacker right in the gut with a pick six. Skip the, the defense gave up 19 points. Right. You mean okay. to tell me but Baker Mayfield can't get okay. 20? But the point was Baker stunk against New Orleans, and the defense rose and shone and took the ball away he, and saved him. Baker Mayfield has stunk the entire season except one quarter, the fourth mm. quarter against Cleveland. Okay. Other than that, he's been stinky. Has he lost some confidence? Did he lose some last week? Maybe. Maybe yeah. a little bit. And now he gets to play against his good buddy, Kyler. Let's go, Kyler. Yep. Put some on him. Yep. I'm sure they will. They should. Why should they? That's Baker Mayfield. All right, Mayfield. guys, let's Panthers move on to a a half another young quarterback who has the utmost confidence. Does he? Joe Burrow. He Whew. was sporting another attention-grabbing <laughs> pregame outfit, shall we say. Let's deep dive into his fashion choices on the other side of this break. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. is certainly no stranger to pushing the envelope on pregame style, but wow, take a look at this one. The Bengals QB arriving in a floral printed suit ahead of last night's game versus the Dolphins. Shannon, what does this outfit say about Joe Burrow? I'm confident you know I'm a confident you know what. That is correct. And I got the game to back this up. That is so correct. So I'm going to come up in here. Y'all look at me. And when I get on the field, y'all look at me some more. Mm -hmm. It's a different time now, Skip. Guys are more Sometimes I think, are you more concerned about how you look going to the stadium or how you play once you actually get in the stadium? But guys are more conscious of the way they dress and they're dressing to impress. Coming to the stadium, sometimes guys have, have a second outfit, so when they hit, do the press conference, they're even sharper than when they arrived at the stadium. But I don't have a problem with it. But you better play where you come to, you come, you come to the stadium with something like this, old Skip, mm -hmm. you better play lights out football. Mm -hmm. And Joe Burrow has the type of game to match up, match the ensembles that he's going to wear 
be at home or on the road. So I don't have a problem with it. But I, whew, man, I remember Cam used to show up with outfits like that, and boy, he got critical. Boy, he got skewered. Hmm. You know, it's interesting <laughs> you brought up Cam. I thought Cam, not I thought, I know, Cam had style. I don't think this kid has style. It's it's not like cool style. It's just crazy style. Yeah. He's got guts. Yeah. He's going to wear whatever the hell he wants to wear. Right. He th This one might have taken the cake for the most <laughs> outrageously outlandish outfit he's ever worn. But it's a parade of outlandish outfits. Right. Because he doesn't care what you think. Right. He is sending that message. I'll take that, and I'll, I'll go pick that out. Right. He, he told him on the Amazon Prime set after the game, I, I don't care what I, I just, I'll take that, I'll take that. And he says, <laughs> look good, play good. Right. Well, he thinks he looks great, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Right? Yep. He can back it up because I keep telling you, this is the closest thing to Brady I've seen right. because the, the style of playing quarterback is the Brady-esque right. style of Brady playing quarterback. Brady ain't coming to the game in that. No, he is the act. He is the flip side. He has shattered the mold right. because the, I, I don't remember any this side of Joe Namath, but Namath had style. Right. He, he, Namath had a cool factor right. to him, a New York, Manhattan sort right. of cool factor. This kid just wears crazy stuff. Yeah. I, and you look at Skip, I think the thing is for them, quarterbacks, they come to what they feel comfortable in. You see Tom, uh, Tom Brady, he's going to probably be wearing Tom Ford or something, you know, Zane or something like that. You look at Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson feels comfortable in jeans and Tim's. does. Uh, you know, this kid comes up like this, and you see. Uh, so at the end of the day, you know, I understand you, you know, you dress good, you play good, or you feel good, all that. How do I do? I feel comfortable, but when Joe, the quarterback, and we know Skip, we we look at other guys, but the quarterback position. When you show up with an ensemble like that, man, you better ball out. You better ball out. <laughs> you better but, ball but, out. But, but I think his teammates love it because they think he's about to back that up. Absolutely. He he's actually sending a message. Here I am, and stop this me. me. Yeah. Can you stop this outfit? Can, <laughs> can you stop it? Because you can't. Man, Joy B, but hey, you out there with that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. You out there, with that. out there with <laughs> that one. out there with that one. All I know about that one is I don't think you can wear it again. No, can no, no, you? no, 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 no. Most of the, a lot of the stuff that he has, that's that's a one-off, because it's too it's too out there, and it's like, man, you already wore that, so that's that's got to retire. You got to hang that, put that one on the wall, Joy B. <laughs> you got to put that one on the wall. I believe he can back it up. Oh yeah, he that was that was uh he had a great performance. I mean, he didn't throw for the 500 no, yards, no. but you see 20 what was 20 of 20 30 21 of 30. Yep. He's very efficient. He was. I think it all started back with that epic cigar smoking after yeah. that LSU national <laughs> yeah. championship, guys. Just my hot take. All right. Speaking of hot takes, can we see an OBJ and Giants reunion? You no. don't want to miss what Man. Saquon Barkley had to no. say about it. That's next on Undisputed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, when asked about which former teammate Saquon Barkley would like to reunite with on U.S. Today Sports, he immediately responded, quote, I think the obvious would be Odell Beckham. 
Saquon said he had just gotten off the phone with OBJ following the Giants' loss to the Cowboys. Shannon, should Odell return to the Giants? Hell no. For what? And to play with Daniel Jones? I mean, Odell, once you've tasted the Super Bowl and you see what playing with a, a great quarterback will do and how it helps you, you're not going to play with no Daniel Jones, even back in New York. Odell wants to be on a, continue, a contending team. And if I come back from injury and I'm able to play late November, early December, I'm not playing for the Giants. Mm. So absolutely not. Mm. No, I think you're missing boat and point here. The main reason he wouldn't want to return to the Giants is they don't have Cooper Cup. And Giants fans would oh expect God. Odell to be something he no longer is. They don't have, the Matt, man. They don't have Matthew the Stafford man. either. Okay, they don't have Matthew Stafford. But the Rams do. And I still cannot understand why the Rams haven't gone ahead and locked up Odell. Why? He's supposed to be ready by November 1st. Let him come in and rehab with you. Lock why? him up. He can, re Make he, sure. he can rehab on his own. Oh, well, why not re rehab at your facility? He why not go ahead and commit to him? Maybe because they don't trust him Can anymore. I ask you a question? Why, why commit to him when he can insert that roster spot? So why am I going to uh, take up a roster spot for a guy that's not going to be ready till November 1st? That's if everything will go according to plan. He's a free agent. He's exactly. out there on the market. What yeah. if somebody else really badly wants Ain't him? Ain't nobody picked him up. So really? I, I like my chances. Huh. And knowing Odell, that he knows our system. He knows what it's like to be in this organization. And nobody get... wants Odell except the Rams? Th that's really? fine. Huh. Odell wants to be on a winning team. He oh. knows what the Ram represents. And the Giants don't have it. Who doesn't want to be on a winning team? Oh, Great stuff today, guys. He's better than CD. Out of time. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a fabulous weekend.